Originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to AffordableArtsFestival.com. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's up there 2-2, and he has no idea what he's going to see here. He's got him, and the Rockies have now swept the Braves four straight. Here in Atlanta, what a road trip. Five out of six through Houston in first place, Atlanta. The Rockies, first ever four-game sweep in Atlanta, Georgia. They've won 10 of 12 down here in Atlanta. A ridiculous road trip. There's no other way to put it. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Monday morning. Cool and crisp outside. If you uh, venture out this morning, you will feel winter Approaching, It's right around the corner. I hate to say that in mid-August, but it's the truth. Welcome back there, HW. Hello, Manchester. we got Dan Tanner and uh, Marty O back on the controls. Could you guys feel what I felt this morning? You know what I'm talking about. Right? Yes, I think you're being a little overly dramatic. I know saying I winter is here. It's here. It's yep. fall. Nope, it's here. No, it's fall. No, it's it's pretty much cold. It's supposed to be like 88 later this week. No, I froze. It smelled like football. Outside. I saw snow. It was awesome. There was snow on Loveland Pass, and everybody got all excited. I hate it when people get oh, all excited man. about that. Like people sending photos. Ah, snow on Loveland Pass. Yeah, okay, whatever. That is the annual annoyance, right, of everybody being excited. Yeah, we live in the snowing. mountains. We I don't want it to snow. Please, let's delay the snow. I mean, snow on mountain peaks. Way to go. We could have today, every day, all year long, and I'd be fine with it. Way to identify. All right, guys, uh, what do we say? We got a lot to talk about this morning. We'll get into the Broncos, Paxton, all that business. But the Rockies, what they have done, and I've been pushing this for the last couple of weeks, and I keep reminding everyone of this, and now it's right there in our face. The, the, the toughest stretch of baseball, not only this season, mind you, not only this season, but historically, only two other teams in the history of the game have played 46 straight games against winning teams. It's only happened twice before. Those other two finished sub-500 in that stretch. The Rockies just kicked some arse. 46-game stretch, and here they stand in a wild-card position in NL. It's unbelievable what they've done with what they've had to face over the course of the last month. 
Congratulations, Colorado. Well, let's not congratulate anybody yet. The job isn't done. No, it's not, but I would never suspect they would be where they are today if you had looked at the schedule again, look at the schedule, consider who they played, where they played, a red-hot Atlanta team, and they just made them their daddies. Oh, no, I agree with you. And, and during the course of this, they've played a few different red-hot teams. Remember when the A's came in here and they were red-hot? They played the Mariners who were red-hot, and the Rockies have cooled down all of those teams. So uh it's been an amazing run. I'm not trying to downplay it. I just get a little nervous when we start congratulating people on August 20th for getting within a half a game of first place. I'll, I'll congratulate them. Why? Well, they also are now in a wild card position as well, so they've le- they've leapt all those teams. Hold on a second. To, I will freely and card. openly congratulate a team for having to navigate this ridiculous stretch and to do so in a dominating fashion. Yeah. So yeah, that's worthy of congratulations. If they don't make the postseason, then it sucks. Then at the then end of the year, it's all worthless. No, at the end of the year, I'll say what happened, what went wrong. See, oh, if they goodness. don't make the postseason at this point, it's because they have lost to lesser teams. Now San Diego comes to town. San Diego's a bad team. You can't lose to San Diego. Are they going to, like, out in the outfield, are they going to raise a banner for best 46-game stretch against winning teams in the history of Major League Baseball? True like, or false. Is that what they get? True or false. It's good what the Rockies have done over the last 46 games. True. Okay, that's it. That Can't you just understand True how good false. this is? You should only congratulate people for things that earn them banners. No. Oh, I think false. you're off your rocket. So if a team wins a game, I can't say good job? Yeah. Good job. Okay. That's Congratulations what on this that's wonderful what, stretch. That's what we're doing. No, you're you're giving them ribbons. You're giving them blue ribbons. I'm saying great job for being where you are after the I toughest 46. To be positive today, but it's like field day. Well, but the bigger storyline is they now have multiple avenues to the postseason, right? This stretch has solidified. They can either win the yeah. division or get a wild well, card. They're, they're in the they're wild right card there. right now. What are you guys talking about? They, they're a playoff team right now. That's what I said. They, they are, right now, we, we are talking. So, yes, I will congratulate the Rockies because right now, according to your gauge, your barometer, they've achieved what they're supposed to achieve. They're a playoff team. They would be playing the Phillies in a one-game playoff. Where would that game be played? I don't know. Their records are identical. Yeah, I wonder how they figure all that out, sort that out. I don't know. They're also tied with Milwaukee for the yeah. final wild card. Yeah, so it's a three way tie and St. Louis is a half game back. Hell, let's call let's call Hancock and get the parade scheduled. When, how do we do this? Where do, where should we start it? Do we want to start it down by Coors so Field? Would you have preferred Can we get that, the fire truck? So would you have preferred that over the course of the last forty six games they lose forty no. of the forty six? Of course okay, not. Well then I have every right to say <laughs> great job, great effort. Oh, gosh. What did a little kid say? Good nice job, job, good effort. Nice job, good effort. Is good that what job, it was? good effort. Good That's job, good effort. That was that one that the Heat lost, right? Yeah. I have my every right to say good job, good effort. The Colorado Rockies, just like they did in 2007 when they made history, when they just swayed us with history, they are making history, guys. This is a special team. Don't you feel it? Yes. Don't you feel what I yes. feel? I feel it in my loins. I totally in my agree gums. with that. And if they if they don't finish the job, it'll have been a, a you know all for naught. I don't want to congratulate gums. anybody yet. Get that drop, Danny. That's from uh, Eastbound and Down. You got to find it. The best of Will Ferrell. In the time being, let's get to big news right now. What headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news. 
right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. This ball's hammered deep left field. He's done it again. And the Rockies take a 2-1 lead. To center late last night, to left early this afternoon, 2-1 Colorado. Now 11 home runs on the season for LeMahieu, 9 out on the road. D.J. LeMahieu played hero on Saturday night, chipped in another homer yesterday, doing the deed as the Rockies take 4 of 4 in Atlanta. Not much more you can ask for, again, to go down there to play in that stadium among those fans in that ridiculous chant of theirs and to shut them down, to quiet them down, to silence Atlanta entirely, that was nice. Well, and you you called them a special team earlier. Saturday night was the kind of win a special team gets. You're down down to the last night. Yeah. And nobody on, and you're down three. Uh, That was ridiculous. Here's how relevant the Rockies are. Jalen Rose was just talking Rockies on ESPN. So for that alone, for that, when you ask me, do you ever do, think you'd see that? Should we give them a medal? Yes. For that alone, the fact that they made ESPN Monday morning, yes, they deserve a medal for that alone. Next. Well, we're playing good for sure. Uh, I think all phases, uh, I still think the hitting is going to pick up a little bit. We saw a big number, what, in game two here, uh, where we, where we got, you know, we got 16 hits. I think it scored a bunch of runs, but you know, I thought we, we pitched really well. Uh, I thought we played solid defense. Uh, you know, got some timely hitting, which is what what it takes. So, uh, you know, good all around, clean baseball. By the way, that uh, game on Saturday night where the improbable happened, yeah, the impossible. By the way, they're down three nothing in the ninth with two outs. The chances, according to those people who do the math, the chances of the Rockies winning that game, point zero four. Win probability. What is that? Four percent? No, point zero four. Point zero four percent? Yes. Yes. So less, less than, than half of a percent? Correct. Less than half of a percent chance they win that game. Way less than half. Not point four. Point zero four. But now, now the math is just troubling so me. So like basically zero chance. No chance. So just point zero four more than zero chance of winning that game. Yes. It was basically <laughs> if they played that game ten thousand times, yeah. Vic. They would win it four times. And they won it in front of a sold-out crowd in Atlanta. The numbers are alarming at times. The same kind of numbers they overcame in 07. I'm starting to feel it, I'm telling you. It's Kelly to throw. In the seam, end zone. Touchdown. Corlin Sutton. And that football was on the money. Really well-designed football play from Billy Musgrave. Nice inside release from Cortland Sutton and a great, as you said, howitzer right up the seam. He made one of those throws last week. And when you're down there in the red zone, they've got to be they've got to be on the money because the windows are tight. Couldn't have had a better start for a drive for Chad Kelly. That was a dart, Kelly to Sutton. And by the way, every time Sutton has one-on-one coverage down the field, am I the only one up there yelling, just throw it up? Just throw it up and let him make a play. If that guy gets single-man coverage and he's running some sort of go-route, seam-route, whatever, throw it up and let him go get it because he'll get it. Yeah, it was nice to see he and Bradley Chubb make a play against someone other than their own teammates. Uh, both of both of those guys look good on Saturday night. Swag Kelly, obviously the number two quarterback. Here's what he thought of his performance. 
You know, you got to approach the game just like practice. And uh, I think, like I said, the coaches did a great job putting us in great situations. And, I mean, the line did a heck of a job blocking tonight. Running backs ran hard. Wide receivers got open. And, you know, when, when you're hitting on all cylinders, good things will happen. Meanwhile, you always say how we should be more like Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Broncos fans, Mile High Stadium, that was Philly-like when Paxton Lynch took the field in that game because he got the, he got on the field greeted with a chorus of boos. Oh, it was a smattering. It, I heard it in the press box where they had the windows. It was like I was an sitting out in the stands and it was a smattering. Did he get booed? Yes, by like nine people. But nine it just turned, people. It, it, okay. turns, it turned nine. into just seventy-five thousand people booing him. God. Anybody on the text line, oh, please, that was at the game, please. I was there. So was I. So in was the, I. In the press box. So you it's your word against mine. It's you your word against box. mine. Yes. So he I'm, got booed I win because I was sitting out with the fans. Okay, all right, I tell you who's going to break the tie. Folks on the text Smattering. line, did he get booed or did he get booed? When I can hear it in the press box, he got booed. Here's how he felt about it. I mean, I want to be the quarterback. I don't want to be a backup. Uh, and I definitely don't want to be a third string quarterback. Uh, but, you know, the, car, the cards have been dealt right now to this, you know, to this point in time. And, you know, I'm not quitting. I never quit. My mom never quit. My dad never quit. My brother never quit. I'm never going to quit. So, uh, you know, I'm working hard. What to do with Paxton Lynch at this point, halfway through the preseason? I, this is going to be a fun show. What I, to I, do with Paxton Lynch? That is the subject of my piping hot take. The delusion in this town is amazing. The delusion of one who sits across from me after watching that ineptitude on Saturday night from that position, I don't know what else you can possibly say. Bronco fans should know better. They've had John Elway, they've had Peyton Manning. When it comes to evaluating quarterbacks right now, they're like a guy who's been at sea for two years and just got to a bar at his nearest port of call. Give me a break. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Up a little later, Paul Clee from the Gazette. Rod Mackey, the man who handles the sideline interviews for Channel 9. He'll join us on the show. But up next, again, our piping hot takes. Where do you go now with Paxton Lynch? I can feel it down in my plums. <laughs> Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. There are lots of causes for people to be in debt, whether it's illness or divorce or failed business or even just overestimating what you can repay. But the one thing that they all have in common is that you deserve a second chance. Mike and I do nothing but help people get out of debt at Wink and Wink. My husband and I are both in our 70s and we're raising two grandsons. We found ourselves at the end of our financial rope. We had used all our savings, credit cards were up, and we were living strictly on our Social Security income. One day, while driving, I heard an ad for Wink and Wink Law Firm, and they sounded as though they could help us. I called and made an appointment. We met with Mike Wink, and immediately we both knew that we had made the right decision. At Wink and Wink, we give our clients our cell phone number, and we work hard to get back to all of our clients timely so that they're as comfortable as they can be when they go through a process that we know is not very comfortable. Call 888 now Wink or winkandwink.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. 
Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now at Buffalo Thunder. BuffaloThunderResort.com I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay in the Boulder Turnpike this morning with an accident clearing up the three left lanes. This is westbound at Church Ranch. Traffic is brought to you by CeCe's New Endless Pan Pizzas, now in the buffet. Stop and go traffic, southbound 225, Parker Road down to Yosemite and up to the northeast. The eastbound lanes of I-76 shut down because of an accident west of Fort Morgan. Now at CeCe's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet, starting at just $5.99, only at CeCe's. Price and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This ball's hammered deep left field. He's done it again. And the Rockies take a 2-1 lead. To center late last night, to left early this afternoon, 2-1 Colorado. Again, can't say enough about what the Rockies just did in Atlanta. Heck, that entire road trip, having won five of six, they dropped one in Houston, and that's it. That's what you call an A-plus road trip. Well, I guess A-plus-plus is sweeping the entire trip. 
But five of six. Yeah, five and one on that trip. On that, on against those teams? That's an A-plus trip. Wow. You're not going to win every game. That yeah. was, it was remarkable. Special thanks for the, uh, to the Padres for choking it up yesterday against Arizona. They had a lead and couldn't hold it as they did the night before. So now the uh, Rockies still a half game behind Arizona, ahead of the Dodgers, but sitting right there in a wild card position tied with Philly and Milwaukee. A month ago, we didn't think it possible that the Rockies would be able to even compete for a wild card spot. They, they were so far back. Right now, it's possible for them to have the best record in the National League. If I was running a marathon and you were like mile marker 20 yeah. and I passed you, would you congratulate me on yes. running the first 20 miles? Yes, let me tell you why. Or would you because, say, hey, keep going, you can do it. Well, let me tell you why I congratulate you. Because at mile marker 10, you were passed out, throwing up in a fetal position. <laughs> And so you got yourself back up, right? You got yourself sure. back up at mile marker 10, and you finished the race. And now no, only did no, you no, finish no. it. I've got to mile marker 20. Okay. Now, listen, dude. If they don't make the postseason, you're not going to hear me say at the end of October, great job, great effort. No. That's should... not happening. But right now, they deserve every ounce of credit that exists. You and I agree on that. It's your congratulations. It's that word that's bothering me this morning. What What word do you prefer? Good job, good effort. No, I tell you, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to use it in a manner that's going to make sense. Congratulations, Rockies, <laughs> for taking a team that we thought was dead in the water in mid-June, face down in the water, in its own vomit, turning an entire season around amid the toughest stretch, 46-game stretch, in baseball history. Listen to what I just said. Listen, three teams in the history of Major League Baseball, have faced a 46-game stretch like that. One team, the Rockies, emerged with a better record after that stretch. That's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, there's just nothing yet to be congratulated on, but we're, we'll we'll just have to agree to disagree. All right. Well, good. We'll agree to disagree on a little bit more because it's time for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. First of all, I'm of the opinion, as you guys know, that fans, when you pay for a ticket, you can do whatever the hell you want to do at a game. It's your right to boo, your right to cheer. You can do whatever you want to do at a game. The only thing you're not allowed to do is that stupid incomplete chant. That's the only thing that bothers me. I heard it all too many times. But you can boo, you can do what you want. Having said that, was I the only one that felt just a little uncomfortable? Maybe maybe that's the wrong word. Sympathetic or empathetic toward Paxton Lynch. In fact, I tweeted as much when he entered the game, and he entered the game to a chorus of boos. I said, starting to feel bad for Paxton Lynch. When you get the boo birds on your back in the fourth quarter of a preseason game, it is time to find a fresh start. The Broncos need to move the guy tomorrow. Get it over with. Now, my partner, uh, Manchester, contends that he was not booed as lustily as I heard. So we actually have audio tape. This is what most of the stadium heard when Paxton Lynch entered the game. Okay. All right. That's what most of the stadium heard. Manchester was at the game. Seated upstairs. This is what Manchester heard from his own voice when Paxton Lynch entered the game. All right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. <laughs> Did you think he was going to hear you? Leave it to me to be the one encouraging. First of all, 
<laughs> the audio you played of the booing was not from the actual Obviously. game, but okay. But that was actually me at the game. One more time. One more time. This is Mr. <laughs> Paxton Lynch Sr. here. All right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. <laughs> and that actually is from the game. Oh, that was texted to me by a source. Yeah. So supportive. Here's the deal, dude. I, you know, my, I, I don't want to rub it in on this kid. I, I think he could still have a chance to be a serviceable quarterback. It's just not going to happen here. We all know this. It, when the city, when the fans, when the media, when everybody outside of the coaches themselves, when they start riding you like that, it's over. It is over. So I'm saying there on, on Saturday night, you got to move him. You got to move him now. You got to move him earlier than now. You got to move him yesterday. Problem with that is simple. I don't know what you do with two quarterbacks for the remainder of the preseason. They're trying to do whatever they can to put Paxton Lynch on tape so they can get something in return for him. Um, I'm here to tell John Elway and the rest of the crew, every time you trot him out there, you're not helping the cause for trade value. You're hurting the cause. You're making it worse. Every time you put him on the field, his confidence takes a shot. Confidence takes a shot. So does his play. His trade value is zip. Not playing him will increase his trade value more than playing him. Problem is, you can't finish training camp with just two QBs. So the solution is simple. Go find some dude. Go find some Nick Stevens who's here and they cut him. Go find a dude. Let him be your practice arm. Let him be your fourth preseason game arm. Bring him in. You got nothing to lose there. And just cut bait now. You are not doing yourself any good. You're not doing Paxton Lynch any good. You're not going to get anything for him. And if you are, you're going to have to be very manipulative about it. You're not going to get value. Let him go. That's my hot take. Next. It's HW's Hot Take. What we witnessed Saturday night was compelling, and I'm not talking about what happened at the Broncos game. If you flipped over to the Rockies game, you saw something that you could not believe. Bottom, or excuse me, top of the ninth, they're down 3-0. First two guys get out. I mean, it's, it, 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 I'm just ready to flip back and watch Swag Kelly. And all of a sudden, this rally that includes Trevor Story and David Dahl and Ian Desmond, uh, it was a stunning Results on Saturday and then to come back and win again on Sunday and get the sweep. I'm with you, Vic. Rocktober is in the air. The Rockies are well on their way to the postseason as long as they don't gag. They've made it through the toughest part of their schedule. I, I, I could not believe what I witnessed on Saturday night in Atlanta. And if you're just a Denver sports fan and you were on the Broncos game at that point, I'm not exactly sure why. Well, I was in the press box, and I was watching the Rockies. Unless you were physically in the stadium, I would. I don't understand why you'd be watching the Broncos at that point instead of the Rockies. There were people below me watching the Rockies on their phones. It yes. was special. That's what I was doing. On their GameCast. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Saturday night at Broncos Stadium, there were a lot of takeaways, but there was one that was atop the list. I thought we were going with Mile High Stadium. Is that a, the official yeah. show name of it? Yes. All right, Saturday night at Mile High Stadium, there were a lot of takeaways, but there was one that was atop the list. Roger Goodell is ruining the NFL. This new rule in terms of how you can't lead with your head when you make a tackle is ridiculous. There were two 15-yard penalties uh, called during the game, one on each team, that I honestly have no idea what the defensive back is supposed to do. They were fine tackles. They were clean tackles. They had their head to the side. Uh, they led with their shoulder. They weren't dirty plays. They weren't malicious. No one got hurt. I don't understand what the NFL and what the rules committee is trying to accomplish with these new rules, but nobody likes them. The players don't like them. The coaches don't like them. Announcers don't like them. Fans don't like them. Why are they doing this? What is the NFL doing 
with this new rule that is just going to make every single game unbelievably frustrating. They, the, the NFL finds a way to complicate everything. For the past four or five years, we've watched games and nobody knows what is and what is not a catch, which seems like it is a really simple part of the game. They can't figure it out. Now, nobody's going to know what is and is not a legal tackle. Every single game is going to be some sort of debate about this. We're going to be breaking down film of it like it's the Zapruder film. It, it, it is just a joke, and they're trying to fix something that didn't need to be fixed. We saw it on Saturday night at Mile High Stadium. I don't know what Roger Goodell and company are doing, but they're doing something wrong, and everyone agrees except for them. Well, they have to scrap it. Again, much to. like the Paxton Lynch experiment, it, the, the Broncos have to swallow their pride and scrap the idea. Same for the NFL. Just get it over with. It's not working. Can you imagine being a defensive back or a linebacker in this league, and here you are backpedaling, guy catches the ball in front of you, you thrust your shoulders into him, and you don't know where to put your head in the middle of it. You don't know what to do. The wheels are in motion. You're thinking, okay, what what do I do with my hands? Well, and you're going to end up getting guys hurt because they're going to put their head in positions they shouldn't. Here's what Richard Sherman tweeted about it, and I very rarely agree with Richard Sherman. There is no make adjustment to the way you tackle. Even in a perfect form tackle, the body is led by the head. The rule is idiotic and should be dismissed immediately. When you watch rugby players tackle, they still lead with their head. Will be flag football soon. He's completely right. It's impossible. Compound that with the new rule for quarterbacks where if you finish the tackle with your weight on the player, right, your body weight's on the player, you get flag. How the hell... What am I, my gymnast? Well, what am I, a gymnast? It felt like from Thursday through Saturday night, every game that was played, someone was tweeting out a video of just a god awful call. It is just going to happen over and over and over again unless they scrap this. If there's any wisdom in New York, in the league office, they will bury this rule before preseason is over. And I swear to God, if I get one more person say, well, they're just trying to, you know, make the game safe again. They're going to, they're trying to safen up the, I don't care if the game's safe. I, I, let me say this again. I don't care. That's not why we pay our good money to go to these games. I don't care if the game is safe. No. And you know what? The guys who play that sign on the dotted line, I don't think they care. They don't. And they know at this point, they know what they're signing up for. They should know. In 2018, they know what they're signing up for. All right. Good stuff on the text line. 30933 is our text number. Hotline 303-753-0950 if you want to call the show. Three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. A lot of people reacting to the booze, the booze they heard for Paxton. How much booze did he take, and was it fair for a home team, a home fan base, to boo one of its own? Reaction coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. This week's staycation is the Affordable Arts Festival at Arapahoe Community College. Sunday, August 26th from 9 to 3. Over 160 artists from around the country offering the unique opportunity to buy fine art for $100 or less. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. 
Pressure's fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Potestio Brothers Equipment in Parker and enjoy for home or play. Visit pbequip.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the lots. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend, and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand-new 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN51699, MSRP 46850 sale price 36850 Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license, and includes 599 dealer handling fee offer Are you tired of waking up and going to a job you hate? Most people spend their entire lives doing that. This doesn't have to be you. Look at me. I get paid to talk about sports on the radio. I love my job. I get to meet athletes, cover games, create content, and make a change in the community. If you want to do what I do, listen up. Colorado Media School offers an eight-month course where you'll learn all aspects of radio and television. Whether you want to be a radio or TV host, YouTube content creator, drone operator, board operator, promotions director, social media manager, You name it. If it has to do with media, the Colorado Media School will teach you and help you find a job once you graduate. Call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School offers financial aid for those who qualify, and you can graduate in just eight months. You can be working on air like me in less than a year. Call Colorado Media School now because classes fill fast. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. And tell them Josh Dover sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. 
Slow traffic on westbound lanes at Boulder Turnpike between Federal and Church Ranch from an earlier accident. This traffic report is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. You do have some heavy traffic, slow speeds eastbound C470 now, Kipling to past Wadsworth, westbound C470 jam between Bulls and 285. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 the altitude 950 hotline is now open call 303-753-0950 to join the show Three zero nine three three is a text line or a hotline if you want to call the show 303-753-0950. That's 303-753-0950. Broadcasting on the AM dial at 950. On the FM dial at 1051 HD2. And of course our app. If you haven't downloaded the app, what are you waiting for? Just download it however you download apps. How do you download an app like on a non-iPhone? You have to call somebody? Like on a flip phone? Yeah, what do you do? Can you get an app on a flip phone? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think we should worry about non-iPhone. Oh, whatever. Let's go to the hotline right now. Somebody is on the hotline wants to talk a little Broncos football. Garrett uh, joins the Vic Lombardi Show. Garrett, how are you? Hey, Vic. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you, man? Good, good. Um, first, I want to be the second one to congratulate the Rockies. What they did, what they've done, is amazing, and um, I feel 2007 all over again. And also about the Broncos. I'm loving this draft class, and I think it's going to be an amazing year. But I think we need to cut Paxton Lynch sooner than later. It's not working out at all. Garrett, I I appreciate the uh, observations. Everything you said, uh, I said pretty much in the first couple segments in a roundabout way. Um, Again, I feel bad for Paxton, but there's not much more he can do right now. Anytime you trot him on the field... He is ruining his trade value even more. So if the thought process is let him play so somebody likes what they see, they're not going to like what they saw on Saturday night. Blew a two-touchdown lead, for crying out loud. Now, it's well, not all he, on him. Well, he did. Uh, yeah. not on him. Boy, he made some really crappy It's not tackles. on him. Oh, my God. But as soon as he entered the game, the Broncos looked like <sighs> arse. Okay. He he blew a two touchdown lead with with what with all those picks he threw oh no I don't uh, see those picks as far as him getting booed I mean come and on. you shouldn't talk you're the same guy who booed Bud Black last yeah, year yeah who deserved to get booed I have no problem with Paxton Lynch getting booed thirteen seventy five says you should never boo a player on your own team that's an unwritten rule that's just not that? true that's not true you should boo someone who deserves to get booed. The professional athletes, professional coaches, if they make mistakes or yeah. they blow it, you should get booed. Five four two eight says thought it was excessive and I'll boo just about anyone. It was a smattering of boos. The problem I had with it is I just did not like all of the media members jumping on how awful it was. You and the media. They have created the atmosphere. You know why he got booed? He got booed because all they, all the fans hear so is stupid. that this guy doesn't work hard and he's not smart. He got booed because he can't trying. play. No. He got booed because no. they, hey, fans have eyes and ears. They see. They watch. He got booed they because don't need us. we have people telling him, telling the, the city of Denver that Paxton Lynch blew a two touchdown lead on Saturday night. That is the most 
unfair thing I've heard. I'm going to say it again. You give us way Come too much on. credit as uh, members of the media that we can somehow manipulate fans into thinking a guy can play or not. They watch the games. Where do you think they get the, the tenor from? Did they, they watch from the game? Did they watch the games? Yeah, and he didn't do anything that was worthy of being booed that day. He didn't. It's not he, about what he did he that day. It's about what he did he going snap. The reason the kid's getting booed, and I, I, I do sympathize. I really do. All right? The reason he's getting booed is because he's not coming close to playing like a first-round quarterback they had to move up to get. That's well, why. Why don't they boo Garrett Bowles for continually getting holding maybe, penalties? Maybe He's they were. first-round pick. Because a quarterback gets magnified Why don't in this they town boo especially. Shane Ray for continually not this living up to expectations? This is how it works, man. This is, what you, to get him too. this is what you sign up for. When you're a quarterback, you're going to be subject to the spotlight, good or bad. Why don't they boo Sylvester Williams, whose biggest accomplishment in Denver was ripping a heater on the streets of San Francisco before Super Bowl 50. He was Mar- a first-round Marv pick. Marv on the text line says, when do we turn our boos to Elway? He does Deserves most of the blame for this. Well, that's a very good question. Look, it's just it's such an oversimplification. Oh, they just need to cut Paxton Lynch, really, and just have three point one eight four million dollars of dead money on the cap. This yes, year. that's what they're going to do. Yes, that's not. And yes, if they can't trade him. That's the yes. only thing left to yes. do. Yes, the answer is yes because keeping him on the roster for what? For what? What is the point of Wait, having what, him what, on the fifty-three? Yeah, what good okay. can emerge? Let's you, just you tell let's, me what let's good. Let's break down the two guys ahead of him. How many touchdown throws did Case Keenum miss the other night? I, I counted three. I don't care. I know Wait, he didn't play his best. I don't care. I want to talk about the number three quarterback yes, who got booed that's lustily. more important. Yes. That's more important than talking about, well, in the first time, the first game with the new $15 million a year guy, the offense went three and out, three and out. The other night with the new $15 million a year quarterback, he missed three wide open touchdown throws. But nobody wants to talk about that. Okay. They want to talk about the third string guy. I'll make this really okay. easy for you. I'll All make right. this really easy. That's good. When the Broncos opened the season against the Seattle Seahawks here at Mile High Stadium. They will have the worst quarterback on the field. So uh, when they open the season, do you want number 12 or 4, your starting quarterback? I don't think it's going to matter. Okay, I'm asking you, though, who would you prefer to start a quarterback, Paxton or Case Keenum? Case Keenum. Okay. Then end of story. That's that's why. That's okay. why we are where we are. So when they open on September 9th against Seattle, mm-hmm. who's going to have more impact on whether or not they win that game? Case Keenum or Paxton Lynch? Oh, the starting quarterback. Was. Okay. Yeah. So why are we not talking about the other night? The starting quarterback no, you're right. looked you're right. mediocre at his, best his, again. His first few passes, he overthrew uh Emmanuel Sanders on a couple occasions. Good news is he got back in the game and made up for it. And on that one drive that resulted in a touchdown, converted three straight third downs, all passes. Three straight third downs, which right. is where quarterbacks are valued most. So, yes, you're right. You have room to criticize every player out there. I'm not as worried about that player as I am the former first-round pick who now is mentally taxed to the point where he can't walk onto the field in front of his home fans. Okay. That's fine. I guess I'm just more worried about when I pull up overthecap.com and pull up the Broncos salary cap numbers for this year. I'm more worried about the guy that's number one on that list. Mm-hmm. Number one that's on that fair. list for cap number. 15 million bucks. And again, he was mediocre. He missed wide open touchdown throws. And if you're going to miss wide open touchdown throws in this league, you're not going to win very many football games. You're just not. And I'm more worried about that. But we want to continue to talk about the third string quarterback. Okay, fine. What did he do on Saturday night? That was awful. What did he do? Nothing. Now, he didn't no, do it's not. He did nothing. He didn't do anything that was a highlight. I'll agree well, with that. that. And, and that's the point. When Chad Kelly enters the game, you can feel you can feel something different about the position and the team. Can you not? Now they both have run with the twos. They both have run with the threes. 
Kelly moved the ball. He was he showed some life. I would agree. Paxton is playing lifeless. Chad, Chad Kelly plays like a guy who's not afraid to make mistakes. Paxton Lynch plays like a guy who's petrified to make a mistake. And I don't blame him entirely for that. Correct. To, uh, again, no, I me, don't blame him for that. That is somewhat on the coaching staff. But the the Case Keenum Chad Kelly uh love fest in this town, I said it in the opening segment. It, it, Bronco fans are like the the guy in the Navy who's been at sea for two years, just landed in ports of call, walks into a bar, and the first girl that walks in he thinks is a ten. It, she's not. She's a yeah. five, guys. Let, let's let's all pump the brakes on this. Chad Kelly is a five. Case Keenum is a five and a half. We've seen tens in this town. I don't so disagree. So stop acting like these guys are going to solve all of our I, problems. I, I don't disagree, which is why I've said all along I can almost guarantee the Broncos are bringing in a veteran quarterback here in the next week or two. So this is all moot. So, but Bronco fans are the friend that doesn't doesn't care that their buddy's going home with the five. They're too busy talking about the three that's fallen down on on her way to the restroom. Who cares? <laughs> Who but, cares? But you're right, Manchester, in the sense that Chad Kelly was really good on Saturday night. He probably deserved the praise. The fact that Keenum was lumped in surprised mm. me. I, I didn't think Case Keenum was any good on Saturday night. He wasn't. He, was fine. he fine. wasn't. And for the second straight game, nobody noticed and nobody cared. Nobody said a word about it. I mean, he missed that I, touchdown to Orlando Sanders. He missed that I, touchdown to Cortland Sutton. The one drive he had, they only got the ball moving because they got the flag. You know exactly. What do you mean? Nobody cared. Nobody noticed. I, I here's my let me hear my tweets Did you right read here. Mike Kliss's cheerleader my, fest. I, guys, I don't care about other media. I you guys keep bringing up other media again. I'll say it one more time. I don't care. I care what we think. All right, and if we hold these people accountable, that's all that matters. I don't care about anybody. All right, else. So what'd you say about Case Keenum? Let's see. Case Keenum. Keenum not sharp in the red zone. Missed on a pair of TD tosses there. That was uh on Saturday night after the first two drives. So we can be critical when we need to be. I get it. At the same time, what happened with Paxton, the fact that he's going backwards is alarming to me because I know what the Broncos are trying to do. They're trying to trade him. You can't trade him by playing him. He's making it worse. And as far as the media setting the standards and the tone in town, fans watch the games with their own eyes. Here's a text from 2096. I need the media's help. Should I feed my dog this morning? Please tell me what to do. I'm lost. Keenum, Kelly, and the kids play well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Preseason QB grades in my eyes I thus far. I don't care. Chad Kelly's an A. Keenum's a C. And guys, Paxton Lynch guys, is an F. What is wrong with you guys? If you don't think that the that the public takes their cue from the media, then you're just off your rock. Again, we... Somebody better call this guy and tell him to feed his dog this morning because he is completely lost without Which us. Which is not what I said. We'll give you a call. Not at all. Hey, um, when you're at a traffic light, remember, stop for red, go for green. The media knows. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here we go. Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets. The season is getting closer. And all this week, you better keep it on the Nugget Station. We could be putting you at 11 of the hottest games of the year. Yes! That's big. The Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, and more. 11 games in all. That's a baller move right there. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. Each show will draw a grand prize winner on Friday. Good luck from Altitude 950. Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of a Pro Tour car? A Pro Tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean-burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics. The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. 
Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every ship. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Broncos Stadium on September 8th, and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to affordableartsfestival.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. 
Your speeds are down into the teens and 20s now on northbound I-25 between Ridgegate Parkway to pass Lincoln Avenue. This traffic report is brought to you by Ezekiel Pure Z's. Seeing extra slow speed southbound I-25, I-70 through to Spear. And southbound 225, really jammed up and slow as well. Parker Road down to Yosemite. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Ezekiel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Ezekiel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It's Kelly to throw. In the seam, end zone. Touchdown, Corlin Sutton. And that football was on the money. Really well-designed football play from Billy Musgrave. Interesting circumstances taking place Saturday night as I'm watching the Broncos game live at Mile High Stadium while watching the Rockies game on my sling box. Everybody around me, all the media huddled around me, guess what they start doing? They're watching the Rockies game on my sling box. Because there's only so much preseason football you can handle, right? So you were well-liked in that press box on Saturday night. You well, were the key to the Rockies game? Well, you know, they, they were down 3 nothing, and And I'm trying to remember the timeline, how this all occurred. Uh, I believe it's around halftime, okay? Halftime approaches when, in fact, let me just go to my Twitter feed and it'll tell me everything that occurred. So the Rockies are down 3 nothing, and it felt like it was over. They couldn't do anything, could not manufacture anything. Shortly after Atlanta, uh, I'm sorry, after halftime, they get to the ninth inning, and one by one, with two outs, down to their last out, they get on base, they tie the game, they go to the extras, they go to 10 innings, they win the game, and now we're back to the Bronco. How can you go back to a Bronco game after watching that unfold and say, excite me, give me something? I, that, that was as exciting as it gets on Saturday night. Well, and Vic, it was deja vu. It was the second straight Saturday the Rockies hijacked the Broncos. Because do you remember what happened the weekend before? The Ryan McMahon walk-off yes. home run yes. in dramatic fashion in the ninth. Second straight Saturday, they could not score a run until the ninth inning. They won both games. You know what's interesting, guys? The math of Major League Baseball, because we talk about this all the time, how you you win 60, you lose 60, it's those other 42, right? Remember how painful those losses in Milwaukee and St. Louis were, where Wade Davis imploded? Remember those, remember those losses? Mm-hmm. Don't those even out now? Yes. They've had two or three wins the last... Ten days. So are we at no business. So we're at even par when it comes to devastation, right? Yeah. Devastating loss, tremendous win. We're at even par. And that's what happens during the course of a baseball season. So here they are back home starting tomorrow against a bad team, a last place team. They, dare I say it, they have to sweep the Padres considering how well they played against better teams. Is that asking too much? Is that being too, I mean, San Diego's bad. You compare San Diego to what they just faced over the 46-game stretch? Yeah, they have to take care of business in this, because otherwise your congratulations will have been premature. Some of the uh, texts coming in, 30933, 30933. Um, we have a QB on the roster that threw 63% completion in college, is excelling with the twos, why do we need a veteran QB? Any other team coming off 5-11 and 11 would be starting him. That's in reference to Chad Kelly. I Listen, I, I, I hear those who believe that Chad Kelly should be thrust into that position 
and embrace that position. He's the guy. I'm just telling you they're not going to start the season without a capable backup that's a proven backup. Dude, look at the way they started the last two seasons. I just don't see that. I'm not telling you what I would do. I'm telling you what they're going to do. So Elway's had a philosophical change? He went with Simeon and Lynch each of the last two years. But now all of a sudden, Chad Kelly, who's actually played well in preseason, isn't good enough to be the number two? Yeah, I'm with with HW on this. We have no evidence to suggest that John Elway will do that. His backup quarterback to Peyton Manning was Brock Osweiler, who had never done anything. His backup quarterback to Trevor Simeon, who had never done anything, was Paxton Lynch, who had never done anything. Like, why is, why do we believe there's going to be this sudden change of direction? Especially when Kelly's playing well. He's played well in both games. I'm with you on this mindset. If they have to go to their backup and, you know, what is this team with their starter? First of all, start there. What is the team with the starter? Is it a 500 team? Oh, at best. Okay, so. With a backup, you would expect less than a 500 team. What's the difference? I'm with you. If if Case Keenum goes down this year and they bring in Matt Moore, mm-hmm. where are they going yeah, what's with the Matt difference? Moore? What's the difference? I agree. Now, the, the, the popular notion is go get a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Two things. Would Teddy Bridgewater actually compete with Case Keenum? Yes, he'd number arguably one. be the and best quarterback two, on the roster. Bridgewater has made it known, guys, he's currently a backup with the Jets, that he doesn't want to be traded to a team just to be a backup. Just to be a backup. He's a backup already. He wants to be traded somewhere where he has a chance to start. And if he's told he's working just as a backup, he ain't going to be happy. He's letting that be known right now. Teddy Bridgewater's not exactly in a position to I get be demanding it. anything. I get it. I get it. The word gets out there. I mean, that guy ought to just need, he, he just needs to prove he can withstand a game, uh, a month, a season. That's what he needs to do. The Broncos have some questions to answer, and it's not just the quarterback spot. Uh, let me drum up my game notes here, and you guys tell me. First of all, who looked good in your eyes? Who made a mark in that game? I was impressed with Chad Kelly, obviously, and then the two other names I'll give you are Royce Freeman and Jeff Hireman. Hireman really shone for me. Uh, yes, which, uh, I, you know, not to say told you so, uh, but heading into training camp, everybody was all up in arms about, oh, it's going to be Jake Butt, going to be Jake Butt, going to be Jake Butt. And I brought up the question of why is the guy, the one tight end who made a play last year that was yeah. worth anything? He had the long touchdown at Indianapolis on that Thursday night game. Why is he just being discounted for a guy who's never been on the field? Jeff Hireman at least had done something yes. in this league and he, he, I'm with you, HW. He, he was, uh, he was very good on Saturday. This night. wasn't a touchdown play or anything, but did you guys see that play where he caught the ball in the flats and with his right hand put the DB on his backside? Yeah, just said, get off. Get, get off. Yeah. Get, get off me. That was pretty cool. That was a big time player. Uh, another player who, again, did enough. In, in my opinion, he's on the team. There's really no room for argument anymore or debate. Phil Lindsay's a football player. Yes. Phil Lindsay is on this team. Phil Lindsay, I've seen enough. I don't need to see any more. There, there is no debate. Phil Lindsay, undrafted. How I don't understand. It's not just hype because he went to see you or he's a local kid. It's not a hype monster that, see the tackle he made on special teams? Their two best running backs are Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. Those are their two best running backs. I uh, I also don't understand why the Andy Janovich experiment continues. Uh, according to the broadcast crew, Steve Levy and Brian Greasy, they were told that the Broncos will indeed keep five running backs, and Janovich is one of them. Why? Why? Because he's critical in a lot of the run formations they're going to use. Really? Yeah. I, who's who's his backup if he gets hurt? I'm and telling they, you how what are, they plan on doing. How are they going to execute those critical run formations when Andy Janovich gets hurt? How are they going to do that since they don't have a backup for him? 
I, I just don't understand this. Uh, they're going to have a lead. They have a fullback leading through the hole like it's 1972 and it's Zary's, Larry Zonka and Jim Kick. That's what we're doing. Couple notes I made. All right, those are the good, right? Those are the guys that stood out. Justin Simmons, obviously, with the interception. Uh, some of the the plays and players that had me shaking my head a little bit. Uh, a little gimmicky to run a first series flea flicker on second down, isn't it? That was a team that was desperate to move that's, the football. That's exactly with their first what unit. I thought. I was like, so you're that desperate to achieve something? You're gonna throw a flea flicker in the preseason on second down? Yeah. It was a it was a poorly designed play and it was a poor throw. I, I didn't get that. Um, well, was it completed? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Well, it, the, the timing was off too. Okay, because it was a poorly designed play and it was yeah. a poor throw. Isaac Yadam got beat again. Starting to concern. He's a he's a I mean, rookie, but he's been a training camp darling. He's Part a rookie. Had a big penalty as well. Okay, so hey, real quick, Garrett was the caller we had in the first hour here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say the media doesn't impact people. All we've heard for three weeks is how great this rookie class is. All you've is. heard. All we've heard. Great. And then Garrett just regurgitated that. Okay. Just, I'm just pointing out how the media does have impact on people. Um, cause Cortland I, Sutton had how many catches? In that game? Yeah. I don't know. One or two. And so he's got how many for the preseason? I think he looks great out there. One. And Bradley there. Chubb got a safety on a play where any of the three of us could have got the safety. Nobody blocked him. And it was a fumble. So, okay, but it's a great, great, great rookie class, but we, we don't just regurgitate what the media tells us over and over and over again. Great Will Parks class. goes down in the game, which uh, concerns me because the thinning secondary is even more thin. Um, they got some issues in the secondary. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if they go hit that waiver wire hard at the end of the month. Uh, let's see, a couple other notes. Then I got all caps here in the middle of my Bronco notes. The freaking Rockies rally from three nothing in the ninth to beat the Braves in ten. Pretty excited about that. Portland Sutton had one catch for 16 yards. Should we wedge him in between Elam and Lynch up on the facade, or where do we want to put him? Speaking of the Rockies, Vic, you see what they did to Manchester? That is a topic of conversation when we return, plus our Power 5 question of the day. Rod Mackey at 830. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 8 o'clock in the Mile High City. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Although the Broncos dropped preseason game two to the Bears 24-23, there were several standouts as Cortland Sutton got his first touchdown and Bradley Chubb got his first sack. However, Vance Joseph is pleased with how well the running back group is performing. Royce played good again tonight. You know, uh, both get some good things. Lindsey's playing well. It's, uh, it's a good group. You know, and again, it's going to take more than one guy, you know, so whoever leads the group, that's really almost irrelevant. You know, it's going to take two or three guys to, you know, to push through the season. So I'm just uh, happy that we've got, you know, three, four guys that can play. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. Now back to Vic Lombardi. 
Those are two words you'd love to hear in mid-August for the Colorado Rockies pennant race. That's what this team is trying to do. And Drew, Trevor Story does it right there to even things up. That'll help. Trevor Story, a little live drive over the left field wall, and the Rockies are back even 1-1. And for Trevor, his 26th home run of the year. Rockies sweep Atlanta. They take five of six on the road trip back home tomorrow against San Diego. And as we sit here today, on this Monday morning, on August 20th, who would have believed after what we saw in June, the June swoon, who would have believed that the Rockies are currently in a playoff position right now? If the playoffs were today, they're tied for a wild card spot. I'm not sure how that tiebreaker works, but right now they have the number two wild card in the National League. It's a three-way tie, so they may be in, they may be one, they may be two, they may not be anything. But they're, they put themselves in position to make something happen, but they're a half game back in the National League West. They've never won the division title, ever. That needs to be the goal. We got a one-game wild card last year. We've done that. We've been there. We've experienced that. We don't need that again. Got to go win the division. You got to ensure yourself of getting a series. I tell you, even bigger goals. Right now, the Cubs have the best record in the National League. The Cubs are 71 and 52. They're only three ahead of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. If this continues, if this pace continues, number one seed in the West, number one seed in the National League, I should say. Go be the best team in the National League. That'd be fine, too. Well, and then you're getting home field advantage in the NLDS, and if you make the NLCS, you get a Game 7 here. Higher aspirations. That's what we need around here. Higher aspirations. All right. Interesting uh situation occurs after the game. Uh, we know the history between uh, Manchester and the Rockies' Twitter feed. Not sure who runs the Rockies' Twitter, but uh, give us a little history on uh, what happened well, after you criticized the team for publishing what. This goes back a while. Uh, I do not like the fact that the Rockies, when they lose a game or they lose a series, they go get on a bird to fly wherever they're going next, and they tweet a photo of the menu of what we're going to eat in flight. You know what? You just lost the game. You just lost the series. Wade Davis just blew an, another save. I don't care that you're having chicken cordon blue. So you're all about time and place. Yes, it, and it's bad form. It's And you know what? They agree with me because they've stopped doing it. So they agree with me that it's a bad look when you just lost and people are ticked to act like you don't care because you know what? We're still getting Oreo ice cream and Nutter Butters. So they just need to stop with it. They agree with me because they've stopped doing it. So yesterday I tweeted, if the Rockies don't post tonight's in-flight menu, I'm going to be ticked. They earned it. Yeah. I have no problem with the menu. Sure. They deserve chicken cordon bleu last night. They just swept What, what, the, what about the some bridge. good microwave Salisbury steak? That would be fine, too. The Rockies then replied, uh, we're going to block you for 24 hours so you can't see it. <laughs> and that's somebody with a sense of humor. And they did. That's their, awesome. Their Twitter account is the best. Have you they, been unblocked? No, so not So you're yet. still blocked. My 24 hours apparently So you still up. have no access to their menu. So you didn't get to see the menu last no, night. No, so I tweeted for some help, and mm-hmm. a lot of uh really good followers out there and listeners and that kind of stuff sent me the menu. Yeah, I, I got to see it. They had some peaches in there because they were coming out of... Atlanta. Yeah. So it was good. I'm trying to find it as we speak. Speaking of peaches, I, I, I read this yesterday and I, I was not impressed. You guys tell me if I should be impressed. Some guy in Grand Junction in the Colorado peach eating contest won the contest by eating seven peaches. Seven? Why, yeah. Why is that a big deal? I think I can have, I can have seven peaches in 10 minutes. By the way, it is peach season. Like oh, they're, they're good. Peak moments. Oh, they're good right now, brother. 
It's pretty hard to Wait, beat. Wait, a peach eating contest and he won with seven. Joey Chestnut could eat 50 That's peaches. That's what I'm saying. What's the big deal? No, I'm sorry. 11 peaches. 11, not seven. Even then. Probably a hyper-localized contest. Big freaking deal. I, I don't think the big names were coming in for this. You shouldn't make front page news if you eat 11 peaches at the Palisade Peach Festival. I can handle 13 easy. So they had a uh, chicken Caesar salad or a wedge salad. That was your choice. Uh-huh. And then you could have a peach barbecue chicken or a grass-fed burger with mac and cheese. Peach cobbler with vanilla ice cream or assorted cookies. One one quick question before we get to our power five. Every time you eat a burger these days, someone feels the need to put the words grass-fed in there. What does that mean? Uh, it means they've been eating grass. What uh, else are they going to eat? Well, as opposed to feed, like, you know, when they just eat out of the trough. Instead, they're out in the field actually eating live grass versus processed, like, grain. The cow you're eating is a healthier cow. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it is, it is pretty overblown. Yeah. No, I think it's a big deal. It's like organic, basically. All right. No, okay. It's not a big deal. It's very overblown. Yeah. Uh, either way, what you're eating is, is going to kill you. Yeah, like something, everything, oh, okay. that, everything, <laughs> every that, burger <laughs> I eat is just doomsday. I told you I had six straight cheeseburgers last week. I went six straight days with cheeseburgers. Well, did not monitor. Manchester, you're dead. I don't know if they're grass-fed or not. All right, 806, Power 5, question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Well, I feel bad for Paxton, you know, but our fans want to win, and that's that's what it's about. It's about Pat, about passion, I should say. But um, you know, I feel bad for Paxton, but but he has he has to ignore it and go play. It's professional football, you know. No one's going to hold your hand, so he has to go out there and perform. Paxton Lynch hearing the boos at Mile High Stadium, despite what uh, Manchester thinks. Manchester believes he did not get uh, loud boos. It was just a smattering of about nine people. That is correct. Uh, we had we have the audio from uh, two sections. This is uh, this is what most of the stadium sounded like when uh, Paxton Lynch hit the field. And we're looking. Yep, that's efforting. about right. Okay. Like it or not, you know, agree to disagree, whatever. If you think uh, home team, home fans should boo their own, whatever. This is uh, Manchester in section 501 uh, when when Paxton hit the field. <laughs> all right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. Your voice changes when you get all gnarly. Like I can that. yell. Yeah. yeah, I'm a good yeller. Do you I'm think good, he heard you? I have a good yelling voice. I hope so. He needed a little someone mm-hmm. encouraging him. Well, it was right. funny on the Broncos Snapchat, they uh, posted all the players coming in, and Paxton just kind of running in, and they write Paxton, and then one person asks him for, for an autograph. <laughs> so the oh, question man, is, athlete, our Power 5, athlete most deserving to get booed in the history of sports. Is that local athlete or... Should we go national? Well, who actually deserves to get booed? Hit us up three zero nine three three. I didn't think Paxton deserved to get booed before he'd even throw it a pass. I would, I would vote for Ray Carruth, perhaps. Yeah, he probably deserves. Yeah, to or, get or, or Aaron Rodriguez, maybe. Aaron Hernandez. Or Aaron Hernandez. Sorry, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez should probably get booed. Okay, so we could we could put OJ on yeah, this I list. Mean, so is this guy's just because of their play? Yes, okay. based on their performance on the field. I think we should stay local. Okay. Who are you booing? 30933. Scott Oberg should get booed every time he comes into a game. Why? And so should Jake McGee. Jake McGee had a nice little outing the other night. Or yesterday it was. He is a gas can. Okay. He's an absolute So you're gas saying can. no matter what they do. No, they can redeem themselves. I thought Scott Oberg's been okay. 
Nothing Scott Oberg's done. What was he done to warrant booze? Probably gonna send him a congratulations card for that one, two, three All inning. Right, who he else? Had. Who else deserves to get booed? Uh, I think Matt Duchesne when he skates at Pepsi Center next year. I'd yeah, boo that's him. a good one. I used to boo Eddie Kennison every time he came back with the Chiefs because he quit on the Broncos. Remember how crazy his career was here? That was a strange situation. Yeah. Kobe Bryant used to get booed every time he'd come. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I used to boo Travis Henry when he was a Bronco. Didn't like him. Carmelo took a lot of boos for the first few years when he left the Nuggets. I wonder where that stands now. It's not nearly as pronounced as it was. Would you boo Tulo if he came back, Vic? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Why? Kind of forced his way out. I would never. I I I feel bad for Tulo. I'd boo Todd Helton and his horse. That's stupid. You'd be the only one. Well. Uh, zero one paying attention. Zero two eight three says Raheem Moore would get booed. Yeah, he would. He's not in the league anymore. Uh, Ryan S says Wade Davis needs a good booing. You know, it's funny. Wade Wade got the save and and, and he's looked good less, but good is is an interesting word because it still feels like you're a high wire act with him, doesn't it? Yeah, the the a little bit in a four two game, the tying run still yeah. came to the plate yeah. yesterday. Uh, one eight five three Todd Bertuzzi deserves to get booed. Remember how many times he got booed lustily? It, but that's a weird culture, the hockey culture. There was a little conflict there. Those who believe that Bertuzzi, uh, what he did was just for the team. Remember? Oh yeah. Steve Moore, and then and then all of a sudden, most fans hated him. Even people on the Avalanche team wanted to let it go. Todd Bertuzzi is my prime example of why I don't like uh, these unwritten rules and this code and this machismo. Because mm-hmm. everybody loves machismo until it goes wrong. That was not Todd Bertuzzi's intent. Yeah. He was just doing what you're supposed to do if you believe in the machismo rules of hockey. And it went horribly wrong. 7952, Eric Burns. Remember him when he yeah. was the, uh, That's a good one. remember that in that 2007 run? What did he do that got all... That was just talking up. crap, I think. Yeah, he was just annoying. And then the the famous image with Helton doing the glove, Burns sliding is, head yeah, first. Burns' face is in the dirt. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, he just for some reason became persona non grata here. Didn't just he, out of left field. Didn't he complain? Excuse the pun. Wasn't the first or second game in Arizona that year? Wasn't there some sort of really bad call and the fans started throwing stuff on the field? And I think Burns was involved with that situation. And he complained about it and griped about it afterward, and he became public enemy number one. I like when there's a public enemy number one. That's a lot of fun. Well, that's why playoff series are so much fun. We even saw it last year with the Avs in Nashville. With P.K. P.K. Subban. Subban. We didn't like yeah. him, you know? Well, plenty of uh, suggestions coming in the text line, 30933. When we come back, it's time for those damn millennials. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Money! Many people with debt that they can't pay get frozen in inaction. They don't know what to do. But the reality is, is that that's actually the worst thing you can do, is to not pursue debt relief. And the reason is, is that the sooner you pursue debt relief, the sooner you can start to rebuild your credit. Many people think that bankruptcy is terrible for your credit. But if the alternative is having debts that are unpaid, that is much, much worse. Our commitment to customer service is based on what we are. At Wink & Wink, we're a small family business. We're here to hold your hand throughout the entire process and make sure all your questions are answered. Mike and I truly care about our clients, and we treat them like part of our family. A bad break can happen to anyone, and we're all worthy of a second chance and restoring hope for our future. If you're struggling with debt of any kind, give us a call. We'll set a free consultation for you, and we'll get you answers, and we'll get you relief. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. 
Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator at Peak Honda World in Littleton and enjoy for home or play. Visit PeakHondaWorld.com. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at BuffaloThunderResort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower cost and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Two accidents clearing near the same area. Eastbound Boulder Turnpike near Wadsworth clearing off the right lane. Traffic is brought to you by CC's New Endless Pan Pizzas, now on the buffet. And you have unusually heavy traffic. Slow speeds westbound Boulder Turnpike between Federal and Wadsworth. An earlier crash there at 104th Church Ranch. Now at CC's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet. Starting at just $5.99. Only at CC's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Nothing, I mean, nothing really specifically. I just haven't been playing well, and, you know, that's not acceptable, uh, especially playing quarterback here. Uh, you got to play well and give your team opportunity to win every week. Baxton Lynch after Saturday's loss to Chicago. Funny when you run in, we talk about sports fans in general. If you're upset that the the Broncos lost that preseason game just by virtue of wins and losses, then we need to we need to talk a little bit. No nobody cares about the results. Well, we know the reason people are upset. Now, the actual win versus an L. No nobody cares about the W or the L. How a game went from a certain W to an L, that could be cause for concern. Well, yes. And what you're getting at too is there's degenerates out there who are upset. Oh, 
I always forget about the gambling angle. If you and look, I'm, I always forget about that. I'm a guy who's made a wager or two. Uh, certainly don't have a problem with it. If you're betting on preseason football, yeah, you got some issues. You have some serious issues. Yeah, first half. <laughs> <laughs> first half, first quarter. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. By the way, Altitude 950 wants to give you and a guest a chance to experience some of the greatest moments of the upcoming Nuggets season. I went through the Nuggets schedule last night trying to figure out which road trips I'm attending. Um, man, there's some games. What? <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's just kind of a, that's a Vic comment. Yeah. You know, for those of you who I've haven't been to Augusta, trying what? to figure out what road trips I'm going on. What time I'm but, getting on the bird. Well, gonna sorry, be, I mean, gonna be selective. Make sure they're up to my standards. Uh, sorry. I don't think I'll be headed to Memphis. I'm not but, doing Memphis, Milwaukee yeah. in January. But. There is one particular road trip. <laughs> Houston, Miami, two game set. Uh, I'll that, be doing that. That might be Vic's, uh, that might be roadie. One of mine. <laughs> Which Ritz Carlton do I want to stay in and anyway, which one is beneath uh, me? From now until <laughs> Friday, listen for the cue to call on this show, and that is the Gary Harris buzzer beater. If you hear the Gary Harris buzzer beater, be the third caller, and you're in the running where a pair, a, a win a pair of first quarter season plan tickets. That's 11 games, guys, 11 games on the schedule, including the Warriors, the Lakers, the Celtics, 11 nights of Nuggets, compliments of the Nuggets, and altitude 950. Listen for that cue to call, which is the Gary Harris buzzer beater. Okay. Damn millennials, cue them up. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. Those damn millennials. We do this often on the show, and I've had a lot of people say, gosh, you guys make me feel old. I find myself agreeing with you when you get to the damn millennial segment. Uh, I hate to pick on millennials. This has sort of opened the door for different age groups. But what we find um, revolting at times, annoying at times, whatever it may be. I was down in uh, downtown Denver yesterday. And it's amazing what has happened to the lower downtown area. Have you guys seen these little scooters, these motorized scooters? How they're yeah. allowing them to... It is overrun with scooters now. Everywhere, scooters up and down downtown. Now, I have no problem with motorized scooters. I think it's fun. But there's a time and place. They're breaking traffic laws. They're running into people. It's nuts. How many scooters are on the street at the same time? Well, you don't even have to, like, return them anywhere or check them in anywhere. You leave them anywhere. Is that that the most millennial thing ever? I'm done with this scooter. I'm leaving it right here. And hit the app, (laughs) and they'll come pick it up. Yeah, it's like being in a grocery cart shop. You You can't put your cart back. Just leave it right there. Yeah, no, they're pretty annoying. And instead of just walking two blocks to lunch, it's, hey, i got to grab my line bike and ride it. Not a fan. Uh, this is an interesting article from Vox that I read that came out over the weekend. Stop calling teenagers millennials. Guys, there's an important distinction here. Millennials, by most accounts, were born between 1984 and 1997, somewhere in that range. So our current teenagers, not millennials. Yeah, whatever. Let's be careful on that. I'm whatever I want. It's true. It's my generation as millennials, not the kids in high school right now. What are they? The next generation after millennials. Do you want to name them? Techies? Did you see this Complex uh, uh, headline from the uh, website Complex? Hooters is closing lo- locations, re-strategizing because millennials aren't that into boobs. <laughs> no way. That's what the headline says. Come on. 
Come on. I'm just reading the headline, um, and those damn millennials. That's pretty harsh. Just, just reading yeah. what it says. That's man. next level. All right. That'll do it for our damn millennial segment. Thank you very much. Uh, Ryan Koningsberg, who writes for uh, BSN, got a, a quote from the locker room, uh, regarding Paxton Lynch. And I know a lot of people are on Paxton. He got booed. Uh, and then he asked a couple players, veteran players about what the Broncos should do for the number two spot. Should they go out and get a veteran? And according to Ryan, several veterans, several other players in the locker room said, hell no, Chad Kelly's the guy. Now, are those players just being the good teammate type players, or are they serious when they think that Chad Kelly can be the number two? I, I agree with you guys. I I think if you're the Broncos, what do you have to lose? If you're going to lose Case Keenum, you're not going to go anywhere anyway. What's the difference between Case Keenum or Matt Moore or some of these other names we're hearing? Just let him go. Would you rather go 7-9 and nine with Matt Moore and next year you're basically in the same spot you are now? Or would you rather go 3-13 and 13. with Chad Kelly yes. and you either find out the kid can play yes. or you realize he can't and now you know that you need to move on after Case Keenum? The answer is yes. So it, it, it makes no sense to me. To bring in one. I think the veteran players are, are doing both. I think they realize that anybody that's out there on the open market isn't going to help them anyway. And they're being a good teammate, supporting their guys saying, Hey, this kid can play. Well, I think, um, they don't have to say anything. Just, just watch the games, which is why I keep going back to use your eyes. Just see what he does. And I know people, oh, well, he's not reading the entire field. He's only reading half the field. There's that one play that darty threw to Sutton for the touchdown. He really only had one read. Well, guess what? It worked. I don't care if you had just one read. It worked perfectly. And you know the difference between Kelly and some of these other quarterbacks? He has the arm to put it in tight windows. It's the strongest arm on the team, obviously. Mm. Yes, it's a stronger arm than Paxton Lynch's, yes. Yes. What are we basing that on? Watch the game. Watch your Use your eyes. Okay. Well, Watch it, how the ball spins. All, all Paxton ever does is check down. So we never really get to see okay. his arm. But he... he it, it's obvious Chad Kelly has a stronger arm than Paxton Lynch. It's obvious to me. Okay, Chad Kelly throws like a he has to wind it up like he's throwing a whatever a fastball. Okay, it gets there faster. Okay, all right. I don't think he has a stronger arm than Paxton Lynch, but that's okay. I, I think Chad Kelly has shown some nice flashes. I don't think Chad Kelly is bound for Canton like some Broncos fans, but uh, we can probably agree that they're somewhere in the middle. But do you agree with the teammates? And I hate it when they go unnamed who contend that they're fine at quarterback. Do you agree with them? Yes. Okay. Because the uh, the alternative, well, let, let me hang on, let me back up. I don't think they're fine at quarterback overall. I think they have three very mediocre quarterbacks. Well, you're not fixing that now. That's so my that, position. That, that ship, you're not fixing it right now. Do I agree with the, the Broncos players who think they're better off just going with Chad Kelly as their number two than going out and signing Matt Moore or whoever else is on the street? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with them because that would be, which we've done for the last two years, another road to nowhere, and I have zero interest in that. None. Here's what makes the Paxton Lynch situation even harder to stomach as a Broncos fan. He's a third-year player, former first-round pick, that the Broncos moved up in the draft to acquire. Okay. When you watch some of these rookies that are playing in the preseason now, this year, granted, it's just a couple games in, you cannot help but be impressed with Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield. Have you seen a little bit about what they've done in the preseason? Again, it's only two games in. Just yes. preseason football. It's what your first round pick but, is supposed but, to look like. But they like. show you something. There's some life to what they do out there that 
hate to say it, Paxton doesn't show. No, I would agree Paxton has not shown the flashes that you would want. Now you can, we can quibble over why that is, and I think it's partially on the player, and I think it's partially on mm-hmm. the coaching staff. But he hasn't shown any flashes, and those guys have. I think it's just a evidence that the Broncos are going to rue the day that in a quarterback-rich draft, when they had the number five overall pick, they decided to take a pass rusher when they already had plenty of pass rushers. I who was the guy I said they should take? All the way leading well, up to they the weren't going to do it after they already acquired Case Keenum in free agency. But I I don't dis if they had chose if they had chosen not to go the Keenum route, then I'd say for sure go get Josh Allen, go get one of those guys. Josh Allen was I my guy. I would have preferred Rosen or Darnold. Which okay, but Darnold Darnold was gone, Mayfield was gone, Josh Allen was there. They could have taken him. Uh, they could have taken Rosen. They didn't. They decided to go with Bradley Chubb. Uh, it is it is going to be a decision that the Broncos regret for a decade because they still don't have a quarterback. That's what gets lost in this whole, should they have booed Paxton or not, and should they trade Paxton? End of the day, the Broncos still don't have a quarterback. For the third straight season, Understood. they don't have an elite quarterback. Understood, but they believe clearly, otherwise they would not have made the move, that they have enough of a team left to bring in a veteran quarterback to make it to the playoffs. They believe that. You're of the belief that they don't have enough left, so they okay. should just hand the keys to a rookie. No, I, that, I, that, that yes, is a fundamental exactly difference. That, okay, because this and defense, therein, therein this, lies the difference. This defense is nowhere near the defense that they had when they won Super Bowl Fifty on the on the back of that group. Starting with the fact mm-hmm. that they don't have that defensive coordinator, they don't have Malik Jackson, they don't have Akib Talib, they don't have T.J. Ward, they don't have Danny Trevathan. So it's not the same defense, and so I don't know how they're going to ride him offensively. DT and Emmanuel are older. They don't have a tight end. They don't have a proven running back. They don't have a proven third receiver. So, and their offensive line is horrible. So yes, mm-hmm. I'm not of the belief that they have enough on this group that a, a journeyman quarterback can lead them to the okay. Super Bowl. That's, that's a fair assessment. Speaking of the offensive line, Ronald Leary still looks hurt. Either hurt or there's something going on. He got pushed into the backfield on a couple occasions. One resulted in a sack. Well, Ronald Leary and Menelik Watson were their two big free agent signings to solve the offensive line problems last year. Neither one of those guys seem like they can play. They also drafted Garrett Bowles in the first round. He's now taking additional reps and playing with the twos in preseason because he needs that much additional work. What's weird to me is there's no consensus in this town of where this team's going to finish. You can find people with orange and blue pom-poms who genuinely think they're going to win 11 games. And then you go to Las Vegas and they go, no, they're going to be fourth in the division. I mean, the window for this team going into this season seems big. Other than wearing orange-colored glasses, I don't know how you could possibly say this team's going to win 11 games. What would that be based on? One six nine eight on the text line. One six nine eight says they can win the division. I took the Bears plus three on Saturday. I have issues. <laughs> Good hit. Nine nine one six says, Hey Vic, Friday you said the Bears suck. Well, who sucks now? Shut your pie hole. Bears still suck. Nothing changed my mind. The Bears are not particularly good, and the Broncos, when it was ones versus ones, uh, they didn't exactly dominate. So this is that guy who's going to look at the threes coming in and the huge, the Chase Daniel rally, rallying the troops to beat the Broncos. The end result doesn't matter. Did you? Were you extremely encouraged by the way the game went ones versus ones? Um, I still have the same questions and concerns I had after the first preseason game. Me too. But again, you're looking at a guy who's seen so much preseason football over the years. I don't take much, much stock in any of these games. So Friday night, the dress rehearsal game, you're not just, uh, super excited about it? Not really. I don't care. Some of the best teams of the league have gone 0-4 in the preseason. Some of the worst teams go 4-0. Who cares? Yeah, but you know what? The I don't Colts, care. The Colts used to always go 0-4 in preseason. 
They had a guy named Peyton. Yeah, Manning but you know what? Minnesota came in here and just matter. shellacked the Broncos last week. In Min- in Minneapolis today, they're concerned because Kirk Cousins had a bad second preseason game. Such is life in the preseason. I don't care. Not here. We're concerned about our third string quarterback. Rod Mackey. Don't worry about it. He asks questions on the sidelines during preseason football games. We'll talk to him next. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Colorado State Bank and Trust presents Punkin' Chunkin'. Saturday and Sunday, October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Horse Track. Your favorite fall competition, pumpkin patch, pony rides, car show, and so much more. Visit auroragov.org for more info. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs. So no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to AffordableArtsFestival.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Potestio Brothers Equipment in Parker and enjoy for home or play. Visit pbequip.com. One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Bronco Stadium on September 8th and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. 
In season game two to the Bears, 24-23, there were several standouts as Cortland Sutton got his first touchdown and Bradley Chubb got his first sack. However, Vance Joseph is pleased with how well the running back group is performing. Royce played good again tonight. You know, uh, Book did some good things. Lindsey's playing well. It's, uh, it's a good group. You know, and again, it's going to take more than one guy. You know, so whoever leads the group, that's really almost irrelevant. You know, it's going to take two or three guys to, you know, to push through the season. So I'm just uh, happy that we've got, you know, three, four guys that can play. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's a left lane stall to watch for. It is southbound I-25 at 128th Avenue. It's backed up traffic to around 144th Ave. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Southbound I-25 also stop and go from 38th down to around Spear. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Nick Lombardi's show on this Monday morning, cool and crisp. Winter is arriving. That's how I feel when I feel cold in the morning. 834. You know you've arrived when your interviews are being featured in press clippings, live in-game, as Rod Mackey's interview is during every Broncos game. He is the sideline reporter for KUSA TV. He's uh, Channel 9's very own. Joins us on the hotline right now. Uh, Rod, uh, your interview with Emmanuel Sanders, just moments after you interviewed him, made the uh, press box, and I was reading some of the questions and the quotes, and I found it fascinating. Uh, you're big time now, bud. <laughs> it's the it's the quotes that are fascinating, not the question. Yeah. Emmanuel's actually mad at me. He's like, what happened, man? That was like all straight. Where's all the fun? Mm. Uh, you know, it was coming up to the two-minute warning, so I kind of got, got rushed a little bit. Usually, you know, we're just messing around. So, yeah, I played, played the straight man for that one. Those guys all want to have fun, but, you know, the people watching the games, when, when you lose to Chicago, some people still find cause for concern there. Uh, what's interesting about that game, the, the starting offense, let's start there. He seemed happy because they finally moved the ball and he's part of the offense like he hasn't been in a couple of years. Emmanuel Sanders is going to get a lot of passes this year. You can sense it. Yeah, he got targeted a bunch and you could see, you could see the chemistry's not quite there with, with Case and E. They were, uh, you know, he hit him twice, but he missed him twice, including one that should have been a touchdown. Uh, but it was, it was interesting because after, after they were done and they, but they'd both been out for probably about five minutes of game time, and they're still over there talking, kind of going over things on the sidelines. So they're working together. I mean, you've seen it. Between DT and Sanders, they are so happy that Case Keenum is here. And uh, it's just it's just a different thing as, as, as we've seen, even though, you know, there's been a lot of misses in the preseason, just the way camps run and everything else, this whole leadership thing. And, you know, I keep going back. I still think the biggest – reason for the Broncos being abysmal a season ago is because they were making so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. Even when they turned the ball over three times, four times, they were in some of these games. Uh, you don't do that. I think they're going to be all right. But the penalties are still there. I mean, that was a penalty-laden well, game. ridiculous. The penalty, well, they're like, I think, uh, 215 penalties. I mean, it was just, it was crazy how much... 
there, and I think I think the refs from talking to Brian Greasy, I think this is just kind of the way the NFL wants to. If, if there's any question at all, they're throwing the flag. I think they're going to settle down once the regular season starts. But boy, there's just I mean. It, it kind of goes back to this is intramural football. It's flag football. It's like no one can hit anyone anymore. It's gotten, it's gone to the extreme, and you know why they're doing it, which is good, but I think there's a happy medium there somewhere. Rod, what was your reaction when Paxton Lynch entered the game uh, in the second half and he got booed? Hated it. Hey, hated it. Hey, I really did. Hated it. I mean, he's not making this team. There's no question. I mean, it's. I think they should have made this move years ago. I mean, you get beat up by Trevor Simeon twice. It's just it's just not working. Uh, it's weird. Everyone seemed to see it except John Elway, I guess, who picked him, who moved up to pick him. I, I just I don't think it's working. I, it will not work. Uh, but you just hated to see that the the booing as he walked onto the field. It was fine when they were chanting Kelly, Kelly, Kelly in that Vikings game before he had taken a snap. At least that was a positive. But boy, that was. That was tough. That was, um, I know it's big boy football, but I still didn't like it. Rubbing it in a little bit. You know, the, the, yeah. what makes matters worse, I, I get what, what the front office is trying to do here. They're trying to put something on tape to give some value in a trade. They, they want to get something for him. So trot him out there, make him look good for a series or two. Trouble is he's going backwards. They're making him look worse. It's not going to happen. I could, you know, I'm like, well, maybe they trade him and say, hey, if he makes your final 53, mm-hmm. we'll give you a seventh round or something. I don't think it's going to happen. He's still got the big contract, which the Broncos are going to have to eat. It's just, it's an uncomfortable thing. Uh, it, it really is. I was listening to you guys earlier about, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen with Chad? Will they go with the backup? Will they, will they keep Kelly around and let him be the two? Um, I'm with you. I think, I think you go with him. I don't think they want, they don't want three quarterbacks on the team. They just they just don't. So if you bring in a vet, obviously you can't put Chad Kelly on practice squad. Someone's mm-hmm. going to scoop him up. So that's that's another reason. I I just uh, you hope case doesn't go down. Um, I and if he goes down, season's Kelly. over. Listen, let's be yeah. Stick with Kelly. I mean, you know. And here's the thing: his teammates love him. It's not just the fans that are chanting Kelly, Kelly. Teammates love him. He brings fire to that, and that's what you kind of want in a backup. I, I still have always said the best backup of all would have been Trevor Simeon. They traded away the wrong guy. Trevor Simeon was built to be a backup. He's not spectacular, but he's solid. Last year, kind of not so much, maybe with the pressure of starting everything, but the guy studies, the guy works. He's different than Paxton. He would have been the perfect backup. But with Trevor gone, Kelly comes off the bench, and he can fire you up. So in a short situation, um, if Case gets hurt for a quarter or two, I mean, he's your guy you want in there. Now, if Case goes down with a season-ending injury – then all bets are off. Then maybe you do – well, obviously you got to do something different because you're going to have to add a quarterback to the roster. But at this point, you want to keep two quarterbacks on the roster. Special teams too valuable now. I think you go with him as number two. And, by the way, another thing you guys were talking about, one of the big reasons Jano's going to make the team is because they think he's the best special teams guy. Uh, they love Jano. Guarantee he makes the team. I mean, just from those production meetings, listen to the mm-hmm. assistant coaches and head coaches – He's making this team, no question about it. What, what, what do you What do you mean by team. special teams guy? I mean, just in, in multiple they, they, roles. They think he makes plays everywhere. They think he can do everything. They are huge. I was amazed because at the beginning of the season, before when we were in OTAs and mini camps, I'm looking at the roster. I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to make the team. Now, after being in those things, they just love him. They absolutely love the Nebraska guy. Um, I was. I was impressed with Hireman. I thought, you know, the tight end position has been a void for a few years now, and I thought Jeff Hireman finally healthy again. I think he's a starter there. 
I do too, but the key is what you just said, healthy again. I mean, that's they have two good tight ends in Butt and Hireman. Uh, that's one of the positions where they are thin, though. I mean, they really are. They really like those two. And then after that, it just it dips off a bit. So uh, he's got to stay healthy. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't shown it. I mean, he shows how good he can be and why they drafted him so early, uh, but he just hasn't been able to stay on the football field. But I'm with you. If he can stay on, he's great. Well, he I, was really good. He's he's fast. He's faster than I remember. Yeah. I mean, he he really was strong. See him shake yeah. that one dude with a just give him a little stiff arm. Took the DB, put him on the floor. You know, the other position though, Rod is 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 the secondary, the defensive backfield. Will Parks goes down. We'll find out the extent of his injury sometime today or tomorrow. But they are thin back there. I would not be surprised if they go get another corner or safety because they need some help in that department. Yeah, paper thin. I, I'm with you. I think that's where they got to make their move. I, I wouldn't be dealing with a backup quarterback. I'd be dealing with trying to add someone in that defensive backfield. They absolutely have to do it. They really do. I mean, they keep, they've lost Jamal Carter and now we don't know what happens with Will Parks and they weren't thick there anyway. I think that's, I think that is a position of need without a doubt. I think that's where you have to make a move and you're starting to run out of time. You know, I felt a little sorry for you, uh, Saturday night, Rod, cause you're, you're on the sideline looking for interviews, doing your due diligence. I'm in the press box, feet up, watching the Rockies game, one of the most amazing rallies I'd seen all year. Um, God, are you, are you, do you get the same feeling I'm getting right now? Are you, are you feeling like that 2007 team is back to life? October all over again. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, the way these guys are winning. I mean, what a road trip. You split with the Astros, yeah. you sweep in Atlanta, and the way they win, you're down 3 nothing again. I mean, this is a team that just cannot be counted out. It's a blast. This is so exciting. I All mean, right. it really is fun. All right, I mean, so you know, be honest, being, though. Being be a honest. Bronco guy, the dream yeah. is to get us to Bronco season. Now they're stealing the headlines all the time. Yes. Right? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I, I get it because I've been in your shoes before, okay? Local news when you're associated with the team. What is the lead story in September? If the Rockies are making a playoff run and the Broncos are just so-so, what do you lead with? Well, it's going to be beginning of the season in September. So uh, even, I mean, the Broncos are always, it's a Bronco town. Yeah. I mean, you know it. Uh, if the Broncos are 0-2, it's going to be the big story because people are freaking out that the Broncos are 0-2 and Vance Joseph is uh, really, really on the hot seat. If they start off 2-0, and everyone's excited that Case Keenum's come in and they've righted everything wrong and they're going to get back into the playoffs. Uh, I, I love the Rockies. It's a great story. Last night for all the shows, I led with the Rockies over the Broncos. Uh, but it's a Broncos town. It yeah. just is. Well, how can you not now. after sweeping the Braves? The playoffs and everything else, they'll get those. You know, we'll, we'll start with them there. But um, Broncos just are always at a different level than everyone else here. I mean, we've seen it with – the Avs with the Nuggets when they've made the playoff runs. I mean, you know, you you. I remember walking into the Avalanche locker room all the time, and Footer would be saying, "Oh, Broncos season finally over." Mm -hmm. I mean, they get it. The athletes get it. It's just a Broncos town. It's good to know that athletes hold you accountable, Rod. No, <laughs> as do the fans. Trust me, we get the Rocky emails. How can you? That's you know. Hey, when we get a chance to do it, it's. It's fun, but people also have to realize, they're like, why are you giving the Broncos so much coverage? We got emails like that on Saturday. It's like, uh, cause the game's on our air and we have a pregame <laughs> show and everything else. Kinda, Dude, you, you, you ain't seen nothing. When we carried the games, I'll leave you with this. I'll never forget. We carried the games and I opened the broadcast. It was the 
It was the third round of the PGA Championship. Hell, final round, I think. And it went to a playoff. Oh, I remember this. And, and we cut off, we cut off the PGA Championship playoff to start a Bronco preseason game in Buffalo. And people went bonkers, berserk. Got called every name in the book. Back then, Stink Schlereth was calling the games. He was the analyst, and I was on the sideline. We got killed for it. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I remember I was telling people that's Vic Lombardi's call. Yeah. He's the one who makes that decision. Here's his cell phone. Good morning. Rod, appreciate happens. the time, buddy. Uh, you going, uh, you going Friday night to Washington? Going to DC, got the haircut short because, Good. uh, you know, that humidity, man. I you're going to uh, sweat. I look like Phil Blinsky yeah. out there. Look for Mackey to be pitted out Friday night on uh, KUSA. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Take care. That's Rod Mackey. Uh, Rod's been doing this a long time. And it's funny because we always joke, you know, sideline interviews. There's what, what can you possibly ask that you haven't heard already, right? What are you going to talk to these guys about in the middle of a game? Coaches coming off the field at halftime. They're always emotional. Where are you going to go with this? You're going to play all 60 minutes on them during a, a football game? There's only so much you can ask. Well, there's only so much you can ask if you're trying to be friendly. But it's it's your broadcast. You're not there to be a journalist. It's You're carrying the game. Vance, have you uh, have you figured out the headset yet? <laughs> and you'd be no longer doing sidelines. <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah, I'm that, not. That, that, that's the thing. You'd one no of, longer be the sideline report. One after, of many reasons. After that one question. Uh, by the way, we got to get into it. He he thinks Paxton Lynch isn't making this team. Uh, I don't think there's any way he gets cut. But we can talk. Can about you imagine it. if that was your first question? Him coming <laughs> off the field. What would you really want to ask? Eight forty six, Vic Lombardi show. Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy, and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family owned and here's what you're going to get from them competitive interest rates one-on-one guidance and customized loan programs it's coaching that is specific to your needs resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate shorten your term even save you up to a thousand dollars a month and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt i'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days plus there are never any upfront fees so call today and let american financing coach you 
you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds are down on northbound I-25 from Arapahoe Road to past 225. Then the rest of I-25 looking pretty decent, actually. Traffic is brought to you by CeCe's New Endless Pan Pizzas, now in the buffet. There is a stall to watch for. Hazard southbound I-25, 128th Avenue, left lane, spacked up traffic to 144th. Southbound 25 is slow through downtown. Now at CeCe's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet. Starting at just 599 only at CeCe's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. You heard the man. That is the cue to call. Be the third caller right now. 303-753-0950. Be the third caller. You are in the running to win a pair of quarter season plan tickets. 11 of the most exciting Nuggets games of the season. Third caller in the running now. And phone lines are hot. Adam Morris just retweeted this. You hate it when I go here, Manchester. You're going to hate this. You're going to hate me for this. Okay. Just say yes, I will hate you. Yep. I bet I'll hate you. You know how I always complained last year about the ridiculous Nuggets schedule and the timing of that seven-game road trip? Yes. And how they were the only team that had a seven-game road trip? Yes. And how I just complained incessantly about it? And my point was they played 41 at home and 41 on the road, just like every other team. I know. I know. Reason and emotion are not the same. So the strength of schedule is out for all the NBA teams, and it's like a chart that Adam Morris tweeted this out. It's like a pie chart that shows how easy your schedule may be, how difficult it may be. The Denver Nuggets finish the season next year with one of the most difficult schedules in the NBA. Again. Well, they finish the Again, season. Again, we don't have any idea what Minnesota, Utah, and Portland are going to do. I know, but come based, April. based on the teams and how they finished this year, the Nuggets chart shows them starting softly, getting easier, easier, and then all of a sudden, boom, springs up to the toughest schedule in the NBA. I'm going to pull up my calendar and, like, St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to go ahead and put a note on there. Vic will start complaining about Nuggets' I schedule. Will. I will say this. They they better have a playoff position in hand by the time mid-March approaches. Cause yeah. 
ain't going to be easy and, again. And that was the issue last year. Yeah, they got the seven-game road trip. That means they had a lot of home games yeah. early that they didn't make hay. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we said that when the schedule came out. A fast start is imperative for this team. Can't lose to a, Phoenix at home. No, and it's a weak schedule early. I mean, didn't you guys say 15 and 5 in their first 20? Yes. I didn't throw numbers out. No, I said 14 you. and 6. Okay. Same hey, ballpark. Are you guys those numbers guys when it comes to schedule? Yeah, the, the yeah. record, that thing's actually kind of important. Have, have you, have you yeah. done that with the Broncos schedule? You know how much I hate projecting schedules? We could do it. But you know how much I hate that, right? Well, I did will it. you go on the record with a win total this year? No. I did it last year. I had the Broncos at six and ten, so I, I wasn't quite on it. On the text line three zero nine three three, the Broncos cutting Paxton Lynch and eating over three million would be like me buying three friends a latte. I don't get the beverage, but I just bought some fans. Okay, those are expensive lattes. They're not going to cut him and eat three point two million dollars in debt. So, money. what do you think they're going to do? He's going to be on the roster as the third on the roster. So yeah. is he going to be on the practice? He's no. not practice squad. He's going, be, he's going to be on the roster as the third quarterback, and he. That's, that's just burning so a roster th- spot. That, they're not going to burn a roster spot. Yeah, that's dude. just burning a they're roster not doing spot. That. They're burning a roster spot for Andy Janovich. Oh, oh but he's such a great special teams player. He you know plays. How many, you know how many tackles Andy Janovich made the other night? Goose egg. But he'll actually be on the Nada. field. Do you want to put, hey, do you want to put a bet on this? Go back and watch the punt return that the Chargers had. In LA last year when they beat the Broncos 21 to nothing and watch how badly Andy Genovich made the, how badly he played that. And then please tell me again of what a great special teams player he is. Paxton Lynch could make as many special teams plays as Andy Janovich. Yeah. Please tell me the, tell me the play he's made as a Bronco. Tell it to, tell it to me. Uh, Nobody he's can. He's made more plays than Paxton. That's not true. <laughs> Categorically uh, before, not true. Before the break, I asked if you're Rod Mackey, what question would you ask? Vance Johnson or Vance Joseph. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> By the way, what was Steve Levy calling him during the game? Von Joseph. Really? They called him Von Joseph a couple that's a, times. That's a, I'm sure glad they got rid of Zapolo. Saw Zap last night, by the way. I, st- I shook my head when I so saw him. So they could have a guy come in and call him Von Joseph. I just called him Vance Johnson. That's understandable. That goes back to a former Bronco. Yeah. Back in the day, one of the three amigos. Uh, 0102 says the question I would ask VJ, coach, are you really having the time of your life? Having the time of his life. <laughs> Let's bring in Marty. A little sugar, please. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Hey, fellas. Hi, Marty. Hi. How was your weekend? Do you have a sugar fix? Or uh, no. <laughs> Actually, I don't have anything. I had my fantasy football draft this weekend, so yeah. we're going to do a round-by-round deep oh, dive on good. it. So, uh, How long did it take? Lock it in. Three hours. That's stupid. Why do you Three do hours. your fantasy football draft this early? Because that's the only time we can get 12 guys in the same room. Why don't you do it online like everybody else in 2018? Because well, it's they cooler. They actually want to talk to people. Yeah, they, they can actually talk to each other. By the way, some guy took Royce Freeman in the second round. Wow. Yeah, so I was glad I was in person so I could say, wow, what a dumb pick. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Boy, that, that, that guy just made a donation to whoever's going to win it. How yeah. much, How much? just curious, how much you guys chip in for this? Just a couple of handshakes and soda pops, that's all. Yeah, I was talking to my brother because he's in like seven of these fantasy leagues. That's too much. It's just stupid, right? And he goes, yeah, I won one last year and I never got my money. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well... 
a bunch of guys I had to call because they never paid when we started the league. Would you even participate in a fantasy league if everyone didn't pay up no. front? You got to pay what, up front. What's the point? You don't want to be chasing money at the uh, end. That's, that's silly to me. No. Go on. All right, a member of uh, Manchester's Teflon Army, Teflon Todd Helton, turning 45 today. Happy birthday to the finest Rocky who ever lived. We're like the exact same age. Todd's turning 45 today. I'm Happy a little birthday, older, dude. Todd. I'm I wonder little, if he's going to get a horse. I'm a little older. Remember, I'm just a few months away from 50. We're a decade and a half from Todd Helton doing anything of note in this town. Greatest Rockies player ever. Eligible no. for the Hall of Fame next year. Larry Walker is the greatest Rockies player no, he's of all not. time. Nolan Arnato is going to end up there. He's just I, I I agree with you there. So, therefore, he doesn't make the list, but he will be the greatest Rocky of all time. All right, Mitch Trubisky turns 24 today. Uh, you guys got a good look at him on Saturday. Do you think the Bears made the right call when they traded their 2017 first, third, and fourth round picks to move up the non-crucial one spot to get him? That's amazing considering how much they gave up to get him, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, unlike... The Broncos moving up for Paxton Lynch. Trubisky's a starter in this league. Paxton is not. Trubisky can spin it. He was the he was the best quarterback in the stadium on Saturday night. Would you feel good if the Broncos had Mitch Trubisky going into this season? It would be more interesting. Yeah, what it, because what their expectations it hasn't proven anything yet. My expectations yeah. might be the exact same, but it would also be, hey, at the end of the year, you're a step closer to the end goal. At the end of this year, the Broncos are going to be seven and nine, and they'll have one year left of Case Keenum, and they'll be sitting there going, well, what do we do? And they'll be in nowhere further along than they are right now. I just say in 1919, the rotary dial was invented. So, Will, get this. Apparently, each house used to have this thing called a house phone. <laughs> and instead of buttons, they had this wheel that you had to spin arbitrarily to talk to somebody else. That's wild. <laughs> you guys man. remember this? Dude, my, my grandmother had this phone that the cord was about three blocks long. Yeah. You could actually make a phone call, and they purposely got a long cord because my grandpa used to work in the garden, used to take the phone out to him. It'd be like a 100-yard cord. Yeah. Yeah. And you could just walk all the way out there, yes. wander around stuff. The cord would wrap around poles and through doors. So the way this rotary thing worked, uh HW and mm-hmm. everybody else listening to the show, so you would put your finger in the little hole and then turn it, Clockwise, and it would have to go pack, past that metal thing to register, yes. right? Yes. And then you'd land it on the number you wanted, or what? It's hard for me to explain. Yeah, you'd put your finger in the number you wanted, move, move the, the around, rotary and thing, and let it go. It yeah. would go back. It go. Yeah. It was and so cool. Many, so you knew you got a seven, and then a, right, if yeah. you needed a four, based next, on how yeah. far it went. Okay. So you didn't like phone numbers with nines in them. No. The whole nines wheel, right? were the nine was a long pain. way around. Mm-hmm. Zeros were quick. Oh. Do you guys still remember the house phone numbers of your childhood best friends? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Gino Amato, 303-477-75. was me. I remember our home number. 303 Should I give Rich Apples? Yeah. Does he still live there? I don't know, but I'm just going to Can we call my old home number and see who's there? 433-6084. There it is. 303. That was before you had to worry about area codes. Seven-digit dialing. Yeah, it was much easier to memorize phone numbers back then. All right, let's give him a ring. Let's get Rich Apple on the line. Let's I just, call. I don't care. <laughs> this day in 1989, Saved by the Bell debuts on NBC. Only ran for four seasons. Feels like they were out in the air forever. Were you a... Um, Kelly Kapowski or Jesse Spano? Yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Yeah. I knew exactly where you were going there, Victor. Mm-hmm. But in their later lives... Kelly Kapowski. Did you see that Vegas show? Yeah, Kelly okay. Kapowski. Okay. Lisa Turtle was cute. 
All right. All right. This day in uh, 2000, Tiger Woods wins his third major in a calendar year. First was the U.S. Open, then it was the Open, then the PGA Championship. Why is everything called the Open anyway? Well, the British Open claims it's the Open. The U.S. Open is the U.S. Open. So technically, one is the Open, the other one is the U.S. Open. Is it open because any pro can it's qualify? Open. Yeah, it's open to all pros. Not all pros, mind you, but it is open to pros who qualify for it. But if it's truly open, it should be open to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. If Why do you, you have to be a pro? You can qualify. You, there's no way to qualify for the Masters. You, it's invitation hey, only. You, you going to Harvard Gulch and hitting six off the first tee, you are not going to qualify. Okay. All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor? Oh, this day in 1993, Ricky Henderson pays his teammate $25,000 just so he can use number 24. It's a good chunk of change just to use your own number. Still happens. Still happens. You'd be surprised how uh, how precious some of those numbers are in locker rooms and how much they're willing to pay for them. I wanted, know, I wanted this microphone. I paid a lot for it. Case Keenum has always wore number seven. When John Elway looked at him, why didn't he give up his number like he had Trapuca do for Manning? Why? Why didn't he unretire it? Why Say, would hey, he? You're a free agent quarterback. We we signed you. You've always worn this number. Maybe. We're gonna let you have it. You think Case Keenum wanted to walk into that? He called him. He called. You think Frank. he wanted to walk into the number seven jersey? He made Frank unretire his jersey. You crazy man! I don't understand this. You crazy? It's nine oh one, Vic Lombardi show. But you know how much I hate that, right? Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Although the Broncos dropped preseason game two to the Bears 24-23, there were several standouts as Cortland Sutton got his first touchdown and Bradley Chubb got his first sack. However, Vance Joseph is pleased with how well the running back group is performing. Royce played good again tonight. You know, uh, Book did some good things. Lindsey's playing well. It's, uh, it's a good group. You know, and again, it's going to take more than one guy, you know. So whoever leads the group, that's really almost irrelevant. You know, it's going to take two or three guys to, you know, to push through the season. So I'm just uh, happy that we've got, you know, three, four guys that can play. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He's up there 2-2, and he has no idea what he's going to see here. He's got him. And the Rockies have now swept the Braves four straight here in Atlanta. What a road trip. Five out of six through Houston in first place, Atlanta. The Rockies, first ever four-game sweep in Atlanta, Georgia. They've won 10 of 12 down here in Atlanta. Give me one word. I, I'm asking for one word to describe the Rockies right now. It, it, compared to 45 days ago. Because we sat in this very studio mid-June and deemed the season over. We all did. I'm guilty. We all thought they were done. 45 days later, after the toughest stretch in Major League Baseball, one of the toughest stretches 
in Major League Baseball history. Here they are, a half game out of first, and in the wild card right now. One word to describe the Rockies. Redeemed. I think a lot of people left them for dead. A lot of people were ready to move on to football and eventually to hockey and basketball. And they, uh I don't know, Bud Black told us to stay patient. We have, and mm-hmm. he's been validated. Uh Redeemed actually is a very good word. Uh, for this group it, it, as a team. And then I think you can go through a lot of individuals as well. I mean, Ian Desmond had a big hit the other night in that uh, comeback. That's a guy who was taking all sorts of abuse. You know what? He even got booed on his home field at the beginning of the year, rightfully so. And he was able to manage it and, uh, and not crumble and come back from it. Wade Davis seems to be a little bit redeemed. John Gray is redeemed. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So that's a very good word. Uh, I don't know if this is quite apropos yet, but they're starting to feel a little magical. You know what? That's the word I have written down. I mean, that, I, that's the word I have written down. It's, it's funny you and I came up with the same word. And it's early, but yeah. some of the wins they're getting and some of the how they're doing things. It. How they're doing it. I'm, again, the probability Saturday night, I'll break it down for you. They're down three nothing, ninth inning, down to their last out. Point zero four chance, percentage chance of winning that game. Point zero four. To come back and win that game, they won. They lost the game eight to five uh, to the to the Dodgers. That was the game where remember the the Denver Post printed their headline after five innings and called it a pitcher's duel. And then the Rockies mm-hmm. gave up five home runs out of their bullpen. They lost that game eight five. We came in here. I played Dandy Don Meredith singing, "Turn out the lights, the party's over, season is over." The Rockies have won eight of nine since. All right, next question. Magic for me, magic for you, redeemed for you. Those are the words. Biggest worry or concern you have going forward? I still don't think they have uh, that guy that if it's a one-game playoff, I feel 100% Well, let's forget about the playoffs. I'm, just to get there. Just to get uh, into I the agree. postseason? Once the postseason arrives, then we'll have a different set of criteria. But just to survive and advance at this point. Their bullpen still worries me. Okay, so I mean, the is, is everybody convinced that the problems are solved? Still I'm a tightrope. Still a high bio, it's a balancing act, and whenever Wade Davis is in there, you're, you're still like, ooh. But I mean, on this road trip, uh, it, it, it's been, according to form, right? Mm-hmm. It's Ottavino in the eighth, it's, it's Wade Davis in the ninth, typically it's been O in the seventh, and everybody has, has come through. I mean, Wade Davis had three saves in Atlanta. Did you see some of those ridiculous sliders Ottavino presented to the Braves when they flailed to the point they One dude got on his left knee and looked like he was in a fetal position. So if if Adovino can pitch, continue pitching like that, and Wade Davis can pitch as he's pitched on this road trip, particularly in Atlanta, I think the Rockies are going to be fine. I don't really have a worry at that point. The biggest concern is still catcher in my eyes. Uh, it's still not a position that's been addressed. I don't know. I nor, guess. nor will it at this point. I. Well, what do you do? You still got the non-waiver deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's probably with these guys. Also, guys, it, it's Blackman and LeMahieu. I mean, I know LeMahieu had some big hits mm-hmm. over the weekend, but Blackman isn't having the season he was having. If he goes icy cold down the stretch, which he's had some really bad stretches recently, that worries you because that's mm-hmm. a high-profile, well-paid all-star. I'm but, I'm but a if, little I'm a little concerned with Tyler Anderson. Uh, two of his last bit. three outings, yeah. he's given up six runs in yeah. the first two innings. Now we'll see if he corrects that at home against the Padres. But the starting pitchers as a whole, I, give again, this is where Bud Black, for as many times as you've referred to him as Teflon Bud, what he's done with that young pitching staff 
is remarkable. The turnaround John Gray has had, the the on the radar scene that some of these guys came out of nowhere and suddenly they're great pitchers in this league. Not just good, great. I mean, look at the numbers by the hometown guy himself, what he's produced. Look at the numbers compared to other Rockies pitchers over that span. Okay, let's pump the brakes a second. All right, and this is why I call Kyle him... Kyle Freeland has a 2.96 ERA. It's why I call him Teflon Bud, because you're going to give him credit for everything that's going well, but... No, just with the starting pitching here. I'm they, just talking they, about the pitching. Okay, well, once again, yesterday they gave up a run in the first inning. Yes. I mean, so And they won the game. They haven't solved that riddle. Okay, but they won the game. I, at this point, I almost want them to give up a run in but the first you, inning. You call them great pitchers. Here's who they're, they're off today, and then the rest of the week... <laughs> Tyler Anderson, he's six and five with a four three nine. John Gray, nine and seven with a four seven six. Kyle Freeland, eleven and seven, two nine six. And Antonio Senzatella, four and three with a four four seven. Is anybody on that list great? Relatively speaking, when you compare them to other Rockies pitchers, the staff over time, yeah. Compared to other pitchers, the only comparison I can give you is 2007 so when they led again, the National we're League a in the Sailor on leave, and it's the first time we've been at, in port in two years. Yeah. That's how it we're works calling here. these guys great. Dude, the yeah. fact it's August 20th and Kyle Freeland's yeah. ERA is under three is ridiculous. Yes, that's great. Yeah, that's we have a different set of criteria here. Okay, so have one you ever guy, watched baseball? One yeah. guy, and, and I I would say he's it's debatable if he's great. One guy, and we're gonna say we're gonna say Teflon Bud just deserves all the credit because right. he's turned this staff into a bunch of great. Well, okay, I, maybe I'll I'll ask it differently. When Herman Marquez is on the hill, do you feel confident? Pretty confident. He's okay. now 11 and 9. Okay. He's 11 and but 9. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you though, if when he gets the ball later this week, when's he up again? I would guess he's Saturday. Okay. Will you feel pretty good about your team's chances? Sure. How about John Gray when he gets the ball now? Eh, I feel okay. Okay. He's how about going Con- up against Jacob when, when, Nix, so okay. I think he's got a good shot. See, I don't care who they're playing. Do you feel confident when they get the ball? Yes. It's been a long time that you can answer yes. That's all. Okay, I just said pump the brakes on calling them great. That was all, all right, I You don't saying. like the adjective, fine. I don't. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Who are underrated players on this team that will be key to them making the playoffs? Because to me, one name comes David to mind. Dahl. Yeah. Oh, and, right, Ryan McMahon. Although he dropped that. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that did not come back to He cost made him. a great play to get under it, yeah. and then the and then easy just part was it, yeah. to just catch it. He, he did a tremendous You know what job you're thinking at that point, right? You're thinking, oh, yeah. oh God. You just gave him four out. Thankfully, Davis strikes out the guy two pitches later. But you guys nailed the two. It's Dahl and McMahon. Sure. Those two have to overachieve, and they, they have. See, you know what I think has to happen, though, going back to what the pressing need that you established. I think one of the three catchers, or one of the two catchers at this point, one of those guys has to shine here in the last few days. They, they have to. They have to produce. Tony Walters went 0 for 3 last night he's, or yesterday. He's hitting 156. They're not, getting, much from, hitting they're, they're not getting anything from that position right now. They need something. They need anything from that position. Um, but I do think the, the rebound of Ian Desmond has been impressive. That has been an underplayed story. Cause he, he, earlier in the year, it was April, May. We had him, we had him cooked. He got Paxton. Yeah. He got he booed off his he home did. field. He did. We forget about that. You're exactly right. And every, all the members of the media in this town were freaking out. It was so bad. It was so mean. So were you. Look, no. I said he deserved to get booed. He had it coming, and look what he's done now. What's the one that fans do that offend you? The wave? No. The incomplete? Oh, it's Red Wings suck. That's the one that offends you. You get offended for the dumbest things. Sorry. 
Well, it's just, it's crude. It's a, it's a, it's showing a lack of like creativity, lack of knowledge. Yeah. Just cut to the chase. I think, um, I think Ian Desmond's rebound, and he, look, his numbers aren't great. He's still only hitting two thirty three, but he's hit for power this year, and he didn't last year, and he's had some clutch hits. That's Paul Klee, what he thinks about these great Rocky starters. <laughs> Paul Klee, the Gazette, up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Oh! At Wink and Wink, we know that pursuing debt relief is a very difficult personal decision. But through our many clients that we've had over the years, we also know the peace of mind, the relief of stress and anxiety that you get once you've dealt with your debt. One big myth about bankruptcy is that you'll lose everything you own, and it's just not true. Colorado has great bankruptcy exemptions that allow you to protect your assets from your creditors. And at Wink and Wink, what we do is look at your entire financial situation and help you develop a plan to maximize your fresh start, keep what you own, and get out of debt. Both my husband and I want to say that if you're having financial problems and you feel that there's just no way out, contact Wink and Wink for their help. At Wink and Wink, we offer free consultations where you can get an honest assessment of your situation and we focus on practical, cost-effective solutions for people. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Studies show your indoor air quality is worse today than ever, but it's easy to test and affordable to fix. You need to test for radon. Fix it if you have it and filter the air you breathe. Give your immune system a break and protect it from the radiation from radon and indoor air pollutants that cause allergies, asthma, COPD, and other lung problems. Better air for better health. Race to AceRadon.com. Improve the likelihood of a longer and healthier life. Tell us you heard Jeff on the radio for fantastic discounts and flexible payment plans. Start breathing in clean indoor air. Race to AceRadon.com. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the division. Of real estate. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. 
Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch and Home in Fort Collins and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Also, this is where Sutton could excel. The jump ball is so much bigger than most cornerbacks. Hand off to Royce Freeman, standing up into the end zone. Touchdown, Broncos. Good mix of a pass and run on that scoring drive. You know, those Broncos rookies continue to shine as they did in the preseason game Saturday night. I was about to say preseason win, but the, the Broncos ended up losing that game to the Bears. Let's go to the hotline, bring in Paul Klee of the Gazette. Paulie, uh, your reaction after preseason game number two? Uh, you said it, man. Th- those rookies came at the right time, too, because they needed a little injection of ability yeah. over there, and these young guys can play. The best thing about these young guys so far is that they didn't come in thinking they already made it. And now they're making it, and they're going to be a big part of this year. Oh, yeah, that's they're a good point. A big, big part of this year and a big part of the future. The entitlement of being drafted, right? The entitlement of being a first, second, third round pick. It, it doesn't entitle you to anything. I wish every player played with his hair on fire like Phil Lindsay, who went undrafted. Can you imagine if you took the intensity and focus and work ethic and everything else Phil Lindsay possesses and put that into Paxton Lynch's helmet. Could you imagine that player? It was back-to-back recruit or not recruiting classes, back-to-back uh, draft classes where they faced this. And I think that put them in the spot that they're in as much as anything, really. They, they needed these this rookie class to succeed and be good almost as much as they needed a capable quarterback over there. And whether it's Corlin Sutton or Bradley Chubb or a guy that goes on draft and Philip Lindsay and, and Lindsay, Lindsay just doesn't take a play off. No, there's never a point where you're worried about him. He's a, you know, George Carl would say he's, it's not a, a low maintenance guy. He's a no maintenance guy. You don't have to worry about him at all. I don't think there's any doubt that Phil Lindsay's going to be on this team this year. Oh, it's a no-brainer, which is why I need to ask this question. We haven't referenced it yet on this show, but Isaiah McKenzie, late in the game, fumbles a ball. <laughs> you start to wonder again? I mean, did did he do enough in the first game to redeem himself? Where does he sit on that line? Boy, I'd keep him. I I know it's a it's a testy subject, but I would keep him. I I think he gives you the the reward is as, is as good as the risk there and for years now the Kansas City Chiefs have given people problems with guys like Isaiah McKenzie and whether it was the human joystick back in the day or Tyreek Hill now uh you got to worry about guys like that and and I don't think the Denver Broncos have had enough guys that you have to really worry about that are going to keep coordinators up at night I think he's worth it. I, I know it's a big risk, and he put him in some bad spots last year. But you can even feel it mile high. That there's a 
you know, they don't run up to get a beer when it's punt team time, that it's something that you want to watch. It is risky, and it's got to make those coaches really nervous, but he's a special speed talent, man. There's not many guys that are that fast. Booing one of your own, Paul. When you heard the boos yeah. rain in on uh, on your boy Paxton Lynch, what what came to mind? Uh, James Merlat mm-hmm. came to mind. Well, actually, yeah. you know, here's I just want you to know, James, uh, Danny, can pull that up. This was James Merlat in section 501 when Paxton Lynch entered the game. Honestly, we got this audio from a source. Run it. All right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. Now, he claims that there was only a smattering of boos, like nine fans. Can you give me what you heard? Well, I, I checked Craigslist this morning to see if there were any Paxton pajamas that had been put on sale, and I figured that would be Jimmy's. Um, I didn't see any there. It was, it was, um, it was more than a smattering. It was, it had to be. It was, uh, uh obviously. 40, 42%. Yeah. Here, here's though, and, and Paul, I, again, I'll say it just so everybody can hear it again. I've never said Paxton Lynch is going to be great. I just think he's been treated unfairly. <laughs> oh, my. And, and here's, here's an example of how he was, he's treated unfairly in this town. Beginning of this show, mm-hmm. Vic Lombardi said, and Paxton Lynch blew a 13 point lead. First of all, he wasn't playing defense, so I don't know how you blow a 13-point lead when you don't have a turnover. Second of all, 24 to 23, he's leading them down the field for the game-winning field goal. They're marching down the field, and Isaiah McKenzie fumbles the ball. I don't know how that's Paxton Lynch's fault. I think those are two examples of how the guys treated unfairly. Sounds like town. somebody describing Trevor well, Simeon on a couple of occasions. Yeah, wait week. a second. Wait, mm-hmm. it was it was Trevor's fault when mm-hmm. Benny Fowler dropped a yeah. touchdown in Tennessee to lose that game. No. So. Not at all. Not at all. That's not true. They also did nothing in that game every other play but that one. So I, I just think he's treated very unfairly. I think the fact that he's treated unfairly in this town. Vic, you started okay. this interview. You asked him a question. You implied that he doesn't right. work as okay. hard as Philip Lindsay. All right. Uh, do we know that? Yeah. And so that's why yeah. he gets booed. So he gets I, booed I, I because, can see it with my eyes. Because the media says he doesn't work hard. The yeah. fans hear that. The fans boo him. And then the media says it's so mean that people boo him. I, it's like what I don't understand what everybody wants. Well, Okay. Yeah. All that aside. I don't know how these, these NFL guys make it. I mean, they've got this helmet confusion. They've got the, <laughs> the anthem protest that they're, they're mistreated. Now the, the third string quarterback is mistreated. I don't know how these guys get through a day. <laughs> All that aside, what, our biases aside regarding Paxton Lynch, where is he playing football in two weeks, Paul? Well, it looks like Minnesota because they collect them all. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, is he a Bronco? I don't think it will be here, guys. I, I don't think it's going to be in Denver. And I, in all in all seriousness, that's probably best for player, coach, and team if that were to happen at this point. Agreed. Best for him. I, in fact, if you do admire Paxton, and I think he can still be a serviceable quarterback, you're hoping that they part company with him because it's not going to work here. It just isn't. Hey, yeah. um, I come to find out that you agree, though, with James on the whole uh, hazing and the hair, rookie haircuts. You're not mm-hmm. fond of the rookie haircuts, Paul? Well, the best thing about uh, Manchester and I is, is while we do disagree sometimes, we do find common ground when we both yeah. know we're right. And this hazing <laughs> initiation deal, like he said so eloquently, you can't be mad at Richie Incognito and then be okay with shaving guys' heads in 20 places. I mm-hmm. I, I liked what Vaughn said about it, that he said it's not his thing. Um, I get a divisive feeling, and, and and why, when you have this 
kind of harmonious relationship between the vets and the new guys, why would you introduce any kind of animosity when you don't need to? So I could do without the, the weird haircuts. Okay, and I, so I hope they scrap it. What's the answer? Why? Why are they so – you see their posts on Instagram, Twitter, and all the social media sites. They're, they're – I mean, it's like a pack of dogs. They love it. Why? Yeah. It's got to be like a testosterone or power trip thing or something. I I have no desire to shave somebody's head. I, you know, Josie Jewell is, is going to play here for like 10 or 12 years. He's mm-hmm. going to be really good. And he didn't like it. And that's the first time you've seen Josie Jewell upset about something. He, he doesn't need his head shaved like he, a chia pet. You know, he doesn't need to look like that. I, I think we could do away with it, and the Broncos would be better for it. That's fine. It doesn't bother me one bit, just so you know. I, is there anyone you know, Paul, in media especially, that values his head of hair more than I do? Anyone? Maybe Dover. Okay, maybe. If if I had some altitude initiation where they made me grow a rat tail, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't, I don't think it's that important. Big deal. It'll grow back. Not the end of the world. Not scarring well, me. With the eyebrows. Yeah, that well, was. Lindsay went with the eyebrows. He did. That was probably smart. He did. So we'll agree to disagree on that one because James and you are on this campaign that that's the source of all the uh, issues in in Broncos country. I don't. Uh, biggest story in town is the Rockies. Whether we agree or not, I mean, I know the Broncos carry all that weight, but what the Rockies are doing, uh, Paul, I can't help but think of 2007. And we, you know, we said, what word would you best fit the the Rockies right now? James and I both said magical. They, they it's magical what they're doing on the diamond. Mm-hmm. I would go on the other end of the spectrum, and I, I would say that when they were going through their June stuff, when you know there there was a fair bit of freakout mode in Denver at that time, those guys kind of knew that they have the ability, they had the talent level. That that's probably what's different now than mm-hmm. what has been in the past, where you they went 24 straight games without scoring more than six runs. And it coincided with this streak that they still won games. There, there's never been a point that I can remember in Rockies history where they could go without scoring a bunch of runs and win like they have. So I just think, I don't know besides the Cubs guys, if there's a better team out there in the National League right now. You're right. And they can surpass the Cubs. They're only three games back. They could end up with the best record in the National League, which is not far-fetched. Yeah. But you just said something, Paul, that – it's interesting. We freaked out in June. The reason we freaked out, fans freaked out, is because we know what this team was made of. We, we, we know the expectations, where they were a year ago, what they did in the offseason. There was every reason to expect the Rockies to make the playoffs. That's why we freak. It's one thing to freak out over a team that, ah, we don't know. We know what we have here, and this is what we have now. Yeah, they've got some arms. There, there are a few nights, unless it's Kershaw, you know, Verlander and they beat Justin Verlander where you feel like you're at a pitching disadvantage. It, that doesn't happen very often. I think in this Padres series, they're clearly going to have the edge just about every night. And then the Cardinals series, maybe once they're at a disadvantage on the mound. So that's what's different. And they're also really young. You know, Kyle Freeland, I think he's fifth in the National League in war right now. I think Tyler Anderson is top 15. Uh, Marquez has been really good. If you do get into that one game deal again, I like Kyle Freeland's chances against just about anybody. Huh. I think he's really that good. He's a rock right now. Uh, we, we mentioned that. Who would be the guy? 
I like Marquez. I like Freeland. I, hell, I like John Gray after that minor league stint. He's a different player now. I like, I like all the buttons that Bud Black is pushing with the starting pitching. We'll see. Now, what they have to prove to me, Paul, they got to win at home and they've been up and down at home and they got to be bad teams. They beat the good teams. Now I wonder what they're going to do against teams like San Diego. That's the big one. Yeah, you know, the the power of Nikola Jokic, he said the smartest thing in, in Denver sports this year when he said, we learned we can do hard stuff. Yes. I I think the Rockies, the last six or seven weeks, they learned they can do hard stuff. And that, it seems really simple, but until you go through it, you're probably not quite sure about yourself. they got to be pretty sure about themselves right now. All right, Paul, uh, you have the um, the job we all envy. You can pretty much make your own schedule. It's September the Broncos have a game against the Raiders. The Rockies are in a playoff chase. What game are you covering? Oh, I'll be at the Rockies, man, because that's not something that we've gone through, and I like doing stuff that I haven't gone through before. It was like the Avs last year. Covering that Avs playoff push mm-hmm. was as much fun as I've had in this job, so I, I would be at Coors Field for that. Paul Clee from the Gazette. You can hear him uh, with Nate Kreckman this week. When, when are you joining Nate? Are you with him today? Three o'clock, your man yeah. Josh Dover just sent me the rundown, so I'm looking forward to that tomorrow, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Save all your hot takes. We'll listen in. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Paul Clee of the Gazette again uh, with uh, Nate Kreckman this afternoon here on Altitude 950. Approaching 9:30 this morning, uh, we got to get to spanning the globe. There's some stuff outside of the uh, local sports scene that we have to get to. A lot happened over the weekend. Marty O's got that next. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The coolest party of the year is set. Cool Concert 2018 will hit the Pepsi Center on September 22nd with Rick Springfield, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and Tommy Two Tone. It's going to be big fun. Cool Concert 2018. Rick Springfield, Loverboy, Jim Blossoms, and Tommy Tutone. Tickets at PepsiCenter.com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming. Hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off. Clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. 
You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is $25.56 an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to Affordable Arts Festival. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Although the Broncos dropped preseason game two to the Bears 24-23, there were several standouts as Cortland Sutton got his first touchdown and Bradley Chubb got his first sack. However, Vance Joseph is pleased with how well the running back group is performing. Royce played good again tonight. You know, uh, Book did some good things. Lindsey's playing well. It's, uh, it's a good group. You know, and again, it's going to take more than one guy, you know, so whoever leads the group, that's really almost irrelevant. You know, it's going to take two or three guys to, you know, to push through the season. So I'm just uh, happy that we've got, you know, three, four guys that can play. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. You know, you got to approach the game just like practice. And uh, I think, like I said, the coaches did a great job putting us in great situations. And, I mean, the line did a heck of a job blocking tonight. Running backs ran hard. Wide receivers got open. And, you know, when, when you're hitting on all cylinders, good things will happen. Swag. Swag Kelly. Cementing his spot as the Broncos' number two quarterback. Is there any doubt at this point? Now the question is, what do they do with Paxton? And do they bring in a veteran 
to be the number two slash number three. Lot to learn here in the next couple of weeks. Marty O, let's span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. Okay, it's been a while since we heard from Nick Saban. He went on a mini rant over the weekend when he was asked about roster depth. Let's have a listen to that. Well, I've been concerned about this all along. I mean, so I don't even know why you would ask the question because you all don't think, you just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just another player. I and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. Uh, that's the message that you send out there. And yeah, I worry about it all the time. So hold on. I may be the only one. Turn him off. So Nick Nick Saban's worried about a lack of depth on a team where he over recruits. Number one, over recruits has the most blue blue chip five star products in the world on his team in his program, and he's worried about a lack of depth. Yeah, apparently. Well, Saban also seems to think the media matters. Did you notice that, Marilyn? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, the, the media influences the fans. Yeah. I actually like Nick Saban, though. So do I. So I do would I, take Nick Saban so to coach I. my team any day. No doubt about it. Why wouldn't you? But that statement is patently false. Ah, but it, I think it's part of what makes him great. He sweats every detail. He sweats everything. He, the, the people that are great worry about things I get when it. everybody else thinks everything's hunky dory. I totally get it. But to say that, oh, I'm, you know, we don't have much depth. Come on, man. Their second team could win a conference. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. But I like the fact that he's sweating the small stuff. If he doesn't have enough depth, doesn't that mean he didn't do his job in recruiting? That's what job does he have too. to do? What What do you really have to do? Go to the house and say, come on. Yeah. That's pretty much it. All right, the Denver Outlaws won the MLL championship on Saturday. They're setting up a little dynasty. they got three titles in five years. Actually yeah, done. I watched some of that. They won 16 to 12 in Charleston. Was that going on the same night as the Broncos and Rockies? Yeah, it was well, Saturday night time. Yeah, it was on ESPN News. Wow. If it's an even year, bet on the Outlaws. They've won it in 14, 16, and 18. All right, 2020. I know what I'm doing. All right, Bengals cut safety George Eloka with uh, Sua Cravens and Will Parks banged up. Do you think the Broncos will kick the tires on George? I think kick tires, whether they fill up those tires remains to be seen. I mean, kicking of tires is perfectly fine. I, I, I really do want to see Sue Cravens play football at some Me point. Me too. Yeah, it's alarming that he hasn't done really anything up to this point. The, the, the Broncos are getting very thin in the secondary. Uh, so they're going to have to make some moves. That, that's a logical one. That's a guy that obviously can play. So it would be, uh, it would be worth kicking the tires to use Marty's phrase. Thank you. I'm honored that you use my phrase. Yeah. All right, Matt Holiday update. He's hitting 346 with 14 RBI. Do you, uh, when do you think they're going to call him up and what's his role when he gets up here? Well, it'd be your pinch hitter extraordinaire. That's what, what his role is going to be. Ryan McMahon, our pinch hitter extraordinaire. I know. Uh, but McMahon, if you could use him at first, you can use McMahon somewhere else. Mm. But if a- the situation arises and you need clutchness, you you go with Holiday or do you go with McMahon? Yeah, if Tony Walters comes up in an eighth inning tie game, just bring in Holiday. Yeah, especially in a in a game at home when you're looking for a, for power, not just a you don't just need a single to win it. You need maybe somebody to hit one out of the ballpark. Yeah. He's gonna fill the Jason Giambi role. Well, so that's I, what he's gonna be. And some of the bombs he's hit in Albuquerque. Oh, have, you, have you guys watched these oh, videos? God, yeah. you, you, you lose the ball. The ball literally disappears. He's hitting. Them you know so when far. when Matt Holiday comes to mind, you know what I think of? 
for Dalia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. <laughs> A kid is in the booth at the moment on He's ESPN. The best. The Little League Absolute best. No, he'll be a he'll be a good power bat off the bench in September. So he'll be up here what? September one? But you're waiting until mm-hmm. September. I don't know if they can wait like why wait yeah, that it's long? Two weeks. Because he's ready now. Have you seen him? Marty You're just right. rattled off his stats. You're right. They're in, they're in, the season is such a sunder. They've only won eight out of ten in about ninety out of the last hundred and twelve. Everything's good. Well, what happened to those two? They lost. I mean, Holiday could have hit dingers, right? Yeah, they lost their 12 one game. <laughs> I Vic, did you see what NBA TV is doing today? No, they I have are, not seen uh, what NBA TV is doing today. I'm shocked, but uh they're doing a Nuggets Day, so they're running some of the great uh games in Nuggets history and great docs, some of the... uh Games of the 1983 Pistons Nuggets game that was the highest scoring game ever. 1994 Nuggets versus Sonics when they beat them in the playoffs. And the uh, Cavs and Nuggets in 2010 when LeBron and Melo both dropped 40 in overtime. And um, this year is the Nuggets Bucks. I'm game. glad you brought this up. This is my annual campaign to the NBA and the NHL offices to hear me out on this. It's great that the NBA is doing this NBA TV. What do you think the ratings are going to be of Nuggets games on NBA TV in Rhode Island today? Or Florida. Not great. Okay. So if we ran, if we were allowed to run NBA Nuggets Classics on Altitude TV where we carry the games, I think the ratings would be a little better here because people are. Yeah. Yeah. They care about. So why the NBA, the NHL continue to hold that ransom is beyond me. They won't let us run the games. That is silly. It is the dumbest thing ever. Especially. Old games, archive games. Like, what's the what's the problem? I'd watch if if tomorrow at altitude we were allowed to replay the magical two thousand. What season was that? Two thousand nine. Oh nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, run that entire season for a week straight. I'd watch it. Yeah. Well, would you? I, I would definitely tune in every once in a while, see what game they were on, what yeah. was happening. Yeah. So, so to hear that NBA TV is going to run a few Nuggets games. Excuse me if I'm a little bitter. No, I think it'd be great. Although I think you'd have to go down and host pregame. That would be awesome. That would suck. <laughs> All right, uh, did you hear Alex Trebek may be calling it quits on Jeopardy in uh, the year 2020? He's been hosting since I don't like when people announce that they're going to retire in two years. How do you know? No, you know it's just be to around. get the temperature of the room. It's like Jay Leno mm. did the same thing. I don't like that. I'm going to retire in four years. Well, then tell me in four years. Yeah. No, I don't I need to like know it. this now. I mean, I'm officially announcing my retirement in like 2038. Uh, so, you know, yeah. you you want the Kobe attention is what you want. Yeah, you want to take the victory tour yeah. and have everybody give you a rocking yeah. chair and do all this I'm nonsense. still bitter that the Nuggets gave Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a rocking chair. Me too. I'm bitter over that. He Me was too. a hated rival here. There's a guy that should have got booed off the court exactly. that night. Not, yeah. a, not a fan of this. Not a fan of this early announcement of your retirement. Maybe he'll get a horse for his retirement. Uh, some of the odds to replace him, Anderson Cooper, Will Ferrell, Dan Patrick, Ken Jennings, and Oprah Winfrey. Well, if they get the job of Will Ferrell, I'll watch every episode. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's over. I mean it's it's if if they did. I think Dan Patrick gets that job. He hosts Sports Jeopardy. Ken Jennings seems like a pretty pretty logical one. Bring back the best contestant ever to host it. He doesn't have a broadcaster voice. He's a little weaselly. Wow. He is. Hot Ken Jennings take. Yikes. Sorry, we Ken Jennings came up and I had an opinion on Ken Jennings. He's a little weaselly. All right, and last one here. Did you guys see Sister Mary Jo throw out the first pitch of the I White did. Sox She was game? awesome. Oh, man. She was playing around with the ball and threw a dart right on the corner. Yeah. yeah. That was impressive.
better arm than uh, some of us in the studio, I think. Did you see her do that little trick off the yeah, bicep? Off the bicep yeah. was really cool. Now she's, I like her. She's got some sister Joe and sister Jean. The year the sister. She the Loyola. She's not the Loyola Chicago lady. No. How long before from? Darren Ravel mocks her? And I'm gonna have to go off on him again. Would love to see Darren Ravel throw a baseball. He's, oh my god. <laughs> that is great. That you should tweet him that yes. right now. He blocked me. He blocked me, so I can't tweet him. I'm not trying to get blocked. Please, too. please tweet Darren Ravel. Somebody okay. out there. Hey, Darren, love to see you throw baseball like Sister Joe and compare the two. Well, between Darren and the Rockies, you two are both blocked. So maybe we could tweet at Rockies. Do you, at think, Darren Darren, do you think Darren Ravel can get a ball from the pitcher's mound to, to the catcher? No. You think he can get it there? And no. how many throws? I do not think he. Well, I mean, could he get it there eventually? But would it be any semblance of a pitch? No, it'd be like an Ephus pitch. What, what, what angers me is that he embraces that. That that's like a, like, look how cool I am because I'm so uncoordinated. Because he's willing to make fun of himself? To the point though where it's like, check me out. Okay, well he's not going to get more athletic, so what should he do? Just hide the fact that he's not athletic? Yes. <laughs> I'd actually would probably be a yes. pretty good idea. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Tuesday morning, Vic Lombardi was on the case with Broncos quarterback Case Keenum. Better are the words of a friend than the many kisses of an enemy. What does that mean to you? I tell kids all the time, man, pick your friends wisely. I think if, if you have the right people around you, they're not only going to encourage you when you need encouragement, but they're going to challenge you when, hey, you're, you're stepping out of line. To hear Vic's entire conversation with Case Keenum, click on the podcast page at Altitude950.com and stay on the case at training camp with Altitude 950. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator at Broadway Total Power in Englewood and enjoy for home or play. Visit BroadwayTotalPower.com. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now at Buffalo Thunder. BuffaloThunderResort.com. Are you in for 90? The Colorado Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake on August 25th at 7 p.m. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. ColoradoRapids.com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible... Incredible storms hit. Hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming. Hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off, clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired, with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family's committed to doing what it takes to sell every new new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Do you think you have what it takes to be on air? Want to share your talent with the world? 
Well, Colorado Media School has an open casting call right now to be an on-air DJ for one of their internet radio stations. They have over 20 internet stations across this country and are looking for talent. If you think you have the talent to work on the radio, this is your shot. Call the Colorado Media School now and schedule an audition for their casting call. 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School is also looking for careers behind the scenes like producers, directors, board operators, and much more. Call the Colorado Media School now. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. 303-937-7070. I took advantage of the opportunity that the Colorado Media School presented. I had no experience. I just had the passion and wanted to work in the industry. We offer training in as little as eight months and financial aid is available to those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School now, 303-937-7070 and tell them Josh Dover sent you. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Studies show your indoor air quality is worse today than ever, but it's easy to test and affordable to fix. You need to test for radon. Fix it if you have it and filter the air you breathe. Give your immune system a break and protect it from the radiation from radon and indoor air pollutants that cause allergies, asthma, COPD, and other lung problems. Better air for better health. Race to AceRadon.com. Improve the likelihood of a longer and healthier life. Tell us you heard Jeff on the radio for fantastic discounts and flexible payment plans. Start breathing in clean indoor air. Race to AceRadon.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This ball's hammered deep left field. He's done it again. And the Rockies take a 2-1 lead. To center late last night, to left early this afternoon, 2-1 to one, Colorado. Now 11 home runs on the season for LeMahieu, 9 out on the road. So you're all fired up by these power rankings? Oh yeah, he's ticked. Power rankings? Come on. I mean, we do a list of all lists, right, every Tuesday and Thursday? And you know they, they come from nowhere. Power rankings are sort of the same damn thing. So don't get fired up over power rankings. The latest power rankings, according to uh, MLB.com. Or ESPN.com. <laughs> well, I got one from MLB okay. right in front of me, too. Okay. What is ESPN.com? ESPN.com has them at 14. So does MLB.com. Ugh. Same thing. The Rockies, as good as they've been of late, 14th best team in Major League Baseball, according to MLB.com and ESPN.com. What do you care? That's a joke, man. The Braves are seventh, according really? to ESPN.com. The Rockies just took four of them in their building. The Brewers are 13th. The Phillies are 10th. Based on what, though? The do, Dodgers do, 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 at nine. What do they write based on what? I mean, for the Rockies, they just said they completed a daunting 28-game stretch to begin the second half and watch every game came. It's just BS. How tight is the National League race, though? I mean, Chicago, Vic, you mentioned earlier, the best team in the National League right now with 71 wins. But there's seven teams with 69, 68, or 67 wins. And the Rockies are among that group. It's like the Western Conference of the NBA. Right. So in these power rankings, the Rockies are being put at the bottom of that group of seven teams with 69, 68, or 67 wins. They're all the same. I mean, it, it, they're all, it's Philly, it's Atlanta, it's Milwaukee, it's St. Louis, it's Colorado, it's L.A. 
in Arizona. They're all grump, grouped together. Uh, this is from our friend Luis on the text line 30933. Uh, I know you like to take shots at Todd Helton, but, uh, he, he makes a great point here. Quote, best retirement announcement was Todd Helton's because he did it a few weeks before the end of the season and spared us all the stupid season long retirement kissing tour questions. I will give him credit for that. I would agree with that. He that did was, get a horse. Uh, the, the whole, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire in three years thing is very overplayed. Imagine getting a goat instead of a horse for retirement. Just a random animal. If you, what well, they should give LeBron when he right, retires. Let's, let's apply a random animal to people that are soon to retire. What Did animal? Either of you get that? Yeah, goat, I guess. Give LeBron the goat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little credit. What would you give, uh, let's, who, who's soon to retire in this town? Tom, well, in this town, I was going to say Tom Brady's going to retire. Okay. Soon. What would you give Tom Brady animal wise? A llama. What do they make Uggs out of? That's why I make him <laughs> in a llama. It kind of looks like an Ugg. I'd give him a donkey. Mm, don't hate the player. Not that big a deal. Tom Brady throwing the ball at 41 years of age. Better than most 20-somethings. That's what's amazing about mm-hmm. him. He still has whip. He, he still has whip in his arm. He might beat Father Time, HW. Yeah. He might. At some point, Father Time is going to lose. Is your boy Vern Lundquist retired yet? Yeah, I believe he's happily in Steamboat Springs just what enjoying would you give Vern? life. Iconic announcer. Back in Marlboro's. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give him a tiger. Cause whenever I think of Vern, I think of his call of Tiger's chip at Augusta Ooh, on 16. That's a great call. That's yeah. a legendary call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably the, the last great golf call I can remember. Haven't been too many. I was in downtown Denver, uh, yesterday. I've never felt fatter in my life. Fatter? Fat. Like a fat man. Why? What You're were you doing? Fat. I went to go cover the Colorado Classic. Oh. The bike race. Yeah. Those dudes are like rail thin. Grass fed. Yeah, they're definitely grass fed. Oh my god. It's like, dude, eat something. Bicyclists kind of creep me out. Uh, their bodies are just weird. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen that picture that gets tweeted every so often or every year during the Tour de France? So that one guy's like legs and yes. all... Vascular. Vascular. They're disgusting. Yeah, their upper bodies are non-existent. The arms are like tubes. Yes. And then their legs are just veiny and gross. Yeah. So, needless to say, having experienced that over the weekend, just walking around downtown Lodo for that Colorado Classic, I felt fatter than ever. How was the event, though? Was it cool? Yeah, I mean, if you're into cycling, I'm a cyclist. I'm into it. You know, I did a whole story. I walked around and I asked people for Let's Talk Sports. You know, everybody there is a cycling fan. You know, and if you're not, you're, you're, some of your friends are. Do you remember the first time you were able to ride a bicycle? How vividly do you remember that? Who taught you? Where were you? What did you ride? I'll ask you two quickly. I remember my first time. Where were you when you first rode a bicycle? I was on Hermosa Court in North Glen, and my dad taught me how to ride a bike. It was some sort of BMX bike. It wasn't, you know, a fancy one by any means. Yeah, Cherry Knowles Park, Arapahoe University. Parents taught me on the baseball fields down there. And that was, was la- and that was last week. I was like four. <laughs> how old were you? I was, I was little. I was three. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. so, so short, I couldn't stop and touch. So I used to just have to ride my bike into the grass. And jump off and let the bike ghost ride. Yeah. Cause I couldn't stop. You know, there, there is an art for those of you, uh, young dads out there or moms who want to teach kids how to ride. There's an art to it and I've mastered it. So you know how they have these dog trainers? No, I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I've mastered it. I, I, I've taught all my nephews and nieces how to ride. I my road trips yesterday. No, I've taught them. I, if you need help teaching your kids how to ride a bike, 
Call me. Okay, but how many millions of people in the United no, States I know. know how to ride a bike? Yeah, but and somebody taught them. But I'm talking about the first it, time. You it's know, not no, as no, though no. you've like cracked the code yeah, but like you're I have. a Navajo in no, World I have. War Two. I, I know exactly how to make it happen right away. It, it's easy. And let me give you a clue. Slightly uphill. Get on something slightly uphill so they have to pedal. If they're downhill, it'll never work. If it's straight, it'll never work. Go slightly uphill where they gain their balance and they have to pedal. They will learn how to ride a bike immediately. Trust me on that. I am a doctor. Let's bring in Marty. What did we do wrong? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, we'll start off with a couple of uh, miscues from Vic. Let's hear both of those. Or Aaron Rodriguez, maybe. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, sorry. If you're Rod Mackey, what question would you ask Vance Johnson? Got a, uh, Aaron Rodriguez and a Vance Johnson there. What's, what's wrong with that? If, if you're interviewing Vance Johnson, what question would you ask? <laughs> yeah, that's where, where am I factually no, right? I, I suppose that is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there is an Aaron Rodriguez. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, those are both wrong. So not, to, not great. All right. Next we got our, our power five question of the day was, uh, what athlete was most deserving of getting booed? James answer was the following. Let's hear. Scott Oberg should get booed every time he comes into a game. Why? Interesting, because on August 1st at approximately 7.56 a.m., you were singing a different tune. Dan, hit it. My guy, Scotty O. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, if you think I was saying that seriously. but That's hey. a good good pull, though, a good find. When you said it, I was like, oh, he's going to blast Scotty Oberg one day. I'm saving this. <laughs> that was smart. Way and, to think ahead, Marty. And today was that day. Scott Oberg's one of their best relievers, and you want to boo him? Oh, okay. If Scott Oberg comes into the wild card game, are you feeling good? Better than some of the other guys they got thrown in there, yeah. Jake McGee. I'd rather have Scotty Oberg than Jake McGee. Well, me too. I'd rather have Scotty Oberg than Brian Shaw. Chris Russin? I'd rather have Scotty Oberg. Mike Dunn. Oberg. Yikes. What, who was that? Sing one. Sing one O. Oh. Adovino. Adovino. Wade Davis. Push. Harrison Musgrave. I'll take freaking Oberg. Okay. All right, we'll end with this one. Vic was talking numbers and math and win probability, and that always gets <laughs> dicey. So let's hear the circle we talked in here. The chances, according to those people who do the math, the chances of the Rockies winning that game, point zero four. What is that, 4%? No, point zero four. Point zero four percent Yes. So less, less than, than half of a percent? Correct. Less than half of a percent chance they win that game. Way less than half. Not point four, point zero four. But now, now the math is just troubling so me. So like basically zero chance. <laughs> so just point zero four more than zero chance of winning that game. <laughs> I don't know what that last part was. <laughs> We're smart. <laughs> really smart. Uh, Alright, and that's it for me, fellas. Thanks. I man. went on to explain they had a four in ten thousand chance of winning mm-hmm. the game. We did kind of dial it in. A that, one in twenty five hundred. Before we get to fire to finale, just one more time. Can you give me um Manchester from the uh, 500 club at Mile High Stadium cheering on his boy the other night. All right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. Oh, that's so good. That's up there with, uh, um, what's that other dude, that kid? What's better? In fact, let's leave everybody to judge. What's a better 
take right there. Manchester cheering on Paxton or this fella. Hi, my name's Alfred Galea. At home, they call me Big Al, and I have dingers. Well, it's probably Manchester because you know what you witnessed on Saturday night? Paxton Lynch's last ever game at Broncos Field at Mile High. That was, was the ultimate contrarian right there. I was so positive, so encouraging. I don't know why you guys are mocking You'll it. always have that tape. Give us our fired up finale, Danny. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. How many touchdown throws did Case Keenum miss the other night? I, I counted three. I don't care. I know Wait, he whoa, plays whoa. best. I don't care. I want to talk about the number three quarterback yes, who got booed that's lustily. More important. Yes. That's more important than talking about, well, in the first time, the first game with the new $15 million a year guy, the offense went three and out, three and out. The other night with the new $15 million a year quarterback, he missed three wide open touchdown throws. But nobody wants to talk about that. Okay. They want to talk about the third string guy. <laughs> Forget anything he said. Just see what I just tweeted on Twitter right now. Oh, my goodness. That is ugly. Matt Gutierrez, I don't know how that happened to you, my man, but quit hitting balls into the driving range rope. You have to go to see it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tuesday is our top ten list, the list of all lists. Who's tomorrow, you or me? I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll decide. Coming up next, it is Todd Romero filling in for Scott Hastings. Is he going sleeveless? You got sleeves today? Oh, he's got sleeves. It's a little chilly out. That's why. Uh, they're going to visit with former Rockies pitcher Josh Fogg, the Dragon Slayer. That's next on Altitude 950. See you tomorrow, sports fans. All right, let's go, Paxton. Here we go. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Although the Broncos dropped preseason game two to the Bears 24-23, there were several standouts as Cortland Sutton got his first touchdown and Bradley Chubb got his first sack. However, Vance Joseph is pleased with how well the running back group is performing. Royce played good again tonight. You know, uh, Book did some good things. Lindsey's playing well. It's, uh, it's a good group. You know, and again, it's going to take more than one guy, you know, so whoever leads the group, that's really almost irrelevant. You know, it's going to take two or three guys to, you know, to push through the season. So I'm just uh, happy that we've got, you know, three, four guys that can play. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer.